When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Ryan Kelly Morning After on KPNT-FM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 in St. Louis for listening to the Ryan Kelly Morning After uh, from the Michelob Ultra Studios. Welcome to the Munganass St. Louis Acura Alton Toyota. 7 o'clock hour. Timothy Michael McKernan, Douglas Sullivan Vaughn, the Plowhawk, Action Jackson, KGO Town with you. Ken Strode is ill today. You are welcome to get involved by texting in the EDF Group Text Inbox, 314-881-TMA5 by emailing in for our design air, heating, and cooling email of the day. Uh, the morning after at InsideSTL.com and by calling 636-9004-TMA. And, Doug, why don't you become the TMA Listener of the Month? There's only four more days to do it. Well, I don't know that I'm eligible. Uh, all you would have to do is go to TMASTL.com, apply for the Milagro Tequila Listener of the Month. Welcome to a brighter side of tequila with Milagro. Milagro Tequila Listener of the Month. Okay, well, you go ahead and take it. I'm not going to be much good to you this morning. What's the problem? Well, I was... Cutting some weeds on the Vaughn Estate and Grounds yesterday, you know, just to show the hired help that I'm a real person, too. And I got a bunch of mosquito bites on my leg. Ooh, I, let me I, nibble I, on I'm them. Itching down here, and I'm scratching, and it's bothering me. So, no, <coughs> I don't think I'm going to be much good to use. I have to I'm put those up on the my, dais and let me see them, boy. Well, I'm itching it with my legs. Mmm, smooth. You, you shave your legs? Ankle section. Oh. Razor. I don't know if it's Clippers. chiggers. You ever had chiggers? Yeah. Plow, you have? Oh, yeah. Growing up in the farm in the prairies. It's miserable, it's isn't it? Done. Oh, yeah. It's like little clumps of little bites. Yeah. Isn't that what it is? Somebody's entering the day. I don't like mosquitoes. Uh-oh. No, I don't like mosquitoes <laughs> Are we either. not on the air? Are we not on? Anytime Jackson comes in here, Doug. I know. It's like oxen. Oh, okay. Ox what was we the problem? The, we had the Iggy empty chair camera set. Yeah, we got the three okay, we got oh. the three. Well, KG and O-Town's coming in, so why don't you sit in here? Or KG and O-Town can sit in. Take your pick, Doug. I can switch it when you uh, when you do arrive if you want to stay in. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Well, which do you think you'll do? You think you'll... Oh, okay. Oh, wow. What All a right. change. Jackson's coming in. All right. Well, you better talk a lot because I'm going to be itching over here with this mosquito bite. Itching and a scratching and scratching and a itching. Yeah. I don't like mosquitoes. <laughs> and then once you start itching, you just keep itching. You're better off never to start itching or scratching. You're not itching, you're scratching. Those are chiggers, fella. That's from Greg Oden's stovepipe. I think that's what they are. Uh, I don't like them. I don't like them at all. I had on shorts. I shouldn't have done that, I guess, but it, it was a... Almost 100 degrees. 
Uh, yeah. Doug, do you like what it does? No, I don't. Perfect. I don't. It's this guy knows something we don't, and we should have known it. How dare we? <laughs> Let me start by, mmm, or ah, uh, yeah. Stop it. God. Now, what's he got to say? Jesus. Doug takes vacation. Iggy misses work for two weeks. Tim takes a sick day. Iggy misses work. That's the angel of the morning after. <laughs> I'm still not 100%. I'll be honest with you, and it's a little weird to me. Um, my wife started with this whole thing on Friday, and she was still sick yesterday. And I uh, I catch so much hell when I miss balloon party that I just... Really? I, I, <laughs> Fun. Well, no. not from us. No, I know that. Not, and not, not from anybody here at Hubbard either. Oh. But it's amazing that for that audience that, you know, isn't necessarily familiar with this show... Uh, my work ethic is in question <laughs> when I ran a station and did morning and afternoon drive and started another business all at the same time, but yet I miss a one-hour show. Yeah. You're just mailing and, it in. <laughs> it's like, I just... Uh, this is not uh, important uh, to you Oh, balloon enough? party. Ah, uh, yes, okay. balloon party. Um, so, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what the hell this thing is. You think so? If it were two it's... years ago, I would say it seems like it's got all the COVID symptoms. That's what I would say. Oh, really? But then I feel terribly coming in because I don't want to get you or Iggy in particular ill. But yeah, my wife's had this now for, I guess, it'd be five days. I didn't get a chance to talk to her this morning with as early as I get up. But, uh, she was still feeling crappy yesterday and I still uh, feel it. I don't know what the hell the deal with sometimes it is. Sometimes it feels Night, like I take Dayquil. You ever take Dayquil? No. I don't feel like it really does much, though. Probably not. And Flonase for the congestion. Hell, I don't know. Sometimes I think when it's 98 degrees outside and then you go inside and it's 69, 70 degrees, you go back outside, it's 100 degrees, you go inside, it's 70 degrees. See, that's how I get headaches. I, I think maybe that sometimes plays with your system. Yeah, my wife's uh, father's been sick for a while, too. So I don't know. I don't know. My, my older son was sick. So yeah, don't they know. don't have mosquito bites. No. They may be lying down in bed, throwing up, feeling sick, but they sick, but they don't have as yeah, bad the, as I do. I got chiggers. Yeah, Doug, you got to pray for a summer flu. All right. Gosh. Just be scratching over here. The Angels gave up two of their th top three prospects for a starter and reliever. The market has been set for Mazalak. That's from Larry Thornton. And a rental starter at that. The uh, the big uh, development in the last, Doug, would you say 12 hours? Probably even less hours. than that. Is that the Angels decided to pull Shoya Otani off the market. And I have to tell you, uh, I hate to do it because now I probably will never sit across from Dan Orlowski, which has always been the goal. But now with new information, my opinion changes. And I'm going to say that one more time because I may be removed from broadcasting in 2023. But with new information, my opinion changes. Um, it's not what you said before. <laughs> <laughs> the Angels are actually in the race, and I can't blame them for wanting to try to capitalize on yeah. what might be the final two months of the Shoei Otani era, uh, much less the Mike Trout uh, era that hasn't necessarily led to a lot of team success, and of course will continue beyond this year, but Otani probably will be gone after this season, probably will be driving up the coast. Uh, only about 12 miles, I think, but uh, it'll take him three hours to get there. Yeah. Uh, to play for the Dodgers, but the Angels are only four games back of the third-place team in the American League wildcard. And so instead of trading Otani 
Artie Moreno and the Angels uh, announced that they were not going to be sellers, but instead buyers. And then they go out and they get uh, Lucas Giolito and uh, Reynaldo Lopez at the, around, uh, I don't know, what late last night. Yeah, I was happy to see it. I am, I am too, actually. To and I think it. that's good for the Cardinals, by the way. And, and here, I, I can tell you're confused yeah, by that. Well, you think they may continue to try to add pieces, and the Cardinals certainly have some pieces well, that I, contenders would want. I think, I think Byers' artillery that could have been reserved for Otani is now still in place. And then that leads the Cardinals, who have a handful of pieces that buyers would be intrigued by, especially in the pitching category, although Otani, you know, is in a different world with what he does both pitching and offensively, uh, that that could then lead to a better situation for the Cardinals because it doesn't take a buyer who went and got Otani out of the picture. Yeah. yeah. I just like to see they've got this generational player and another Hall of Famer in Mike Trout and when you're as close as they are, what, four out, you said? Yeah, four out. You can't give up in July when you're four games out. I That's share crazy. your opinion, especially they're four out without being healthy this year. So I really I really am on board with it, and I think it was last week, or, yeah, it had to be last week, uh, on 101, I said, well, why wouldn't they trade him? But to their credit, they've, uh, you know, won seven of their last ten, and they're only four out, so they're still in the mix. And, yeah, I mean, you have only four teams in the American League who are double digits out of that third wild card. Everybody else is in the mix, and that would be the Tigers, White Sox, and then the Royals and A's are 28 and 29 and a half respectfully, uh, respectively out of the wild card. Cardinals are even within 10 games of the wild card. Yeah, here but we I, come. Yeah, Sunday charge. I don't know. You, you say the price has been set. I don't know if that it's a good thing for the Cardinals, strictly because they don't really need a bunch of double and triple A guys. You know, the, the the prospect that the White Sox got, maybe they turn into something. But I, I think the Cardinals don't go that route. They can't go that route. Trading a Flaherty and Hicks or who, and maybe a O'Neal, whoever else you throw in there. You need, like, a major league-ready arm. And I, 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 I don't know if that market, I mean, Giolito is better than Flaherty with less of an injury issue, along with a reliever just to get you two prospects. Whether that, you know, regardless of their, their you know, MLB rankings or the team rankings, I, the Cardinals need more than that. Yeah. For I, this I year and beyond. So I, I agree know. with you. I don't think the price is set. The price might might be set on free agents in the offseason, what you have to pay a free agent pitcher or something. Mm. But sometimes in a trade, you just get the better of the, of the and other And the White team. Sox are a complete sell mode. I yeah, mean, they're it, years away from participating in any sort of playoff baseball. That was right. a team that uh, was participating in playoff baseball relatively recently. Remember that? That was the young core, and they were upset that Tony La Russa got the job because yeah. he was old. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and now Didn't work that, out very well for uh, him. Here's uh, Jack Flaherty on uh, his start yesterday, and I don't know if he thinks it may be his last start as a member of your St. Louis Baseball Cardinals. Hit the lever, Bob. your focus on that job, too. Was that the first time you had thought about possibly this start being your last as a Cardinal? I think it crossed your mind, though. Um, I mean, it crossed my mind before then. It was more like, oh, it was probably the last inning I got. You know, let's let's go out and do what we got to do. And then probably tried to do a little bit too much. We just got a little bit caught up in, you know, everything that was going on. I think I had done a good job of, like, just taking it for what it is prior to that. And, uh... But, yeah, I think in, you know, that ending there might have got a little bit away from myself. Jack, do you, through all this, do you 
do you think that you won't be here after the deadline? Is that something you have to accept, or do you close out all of you? Um, I think it's just it's something you kind of know. You kind of get a feeling of you know, the way things are, are going and the way that you know they're going about it. You know, it's a business and. You know, I've got my job to do, which is to go out and uh, win games uh, for you know, every time I take the mound. And you know, we've won a lot of games, a lot of games that have taken the mound for, um, regardless if I'm, I get the win or not. You know, today I don't, don't get the win, but we won, so I don't. It's not my concern about getting the win. It's just a matter of at the end of the day, we have a, you know, we're winning. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't. Kind of everything's out of my hands, so it makes it a little bit easier. If you just understand, you control things you can control, which for me was what was going on between the lines today. Um, and everything else uh, just kind of let take care of itself. Jack Flaherty yesterday following the Cardinals and Jack Flaherty's win yesterday in Arizona. Two of three from the Diamondbacks, a team that was supposed to be in buy mode and has now fallen off themselves. Yeah, they've got some bullpen issues of their own over there. Yeah. I expect that'll be Flaherty's last start as a Cardinal. I would, I would think, agree with I would you. I think it is. I was looking at the box score, and I usually, and I've read box scores for 100 years to know what everything stands for. Right at the end now of the Cardinal box score, they have a category called Game Scores, and then it says Jack Flaherty, 41. Nice. What the hell does that mean? A plowed? Oh, I have no idea. Okay. Game Scores, Jack Flaherty, 41. What? Oh, I see that as well. So, okay. Uh, developed by Bill James. I'm on uh, baseball reference, and so they have a little tab. Add one point for each out recorded. So, three points for every complete inning pitch. Add two points for each inning completed after the fourth. Add one point for each strikeout. Oh, for Subtract two points so for each inning. Like I, like I don't like that. <laughs> Again, step. the analytics. I'm not kidding. There's an eight step process to define and add up the total for game score. A game score of 50 is considered average. Zach Allen had a game score of 45. The starting pitchers are the only people that get game scores? Well, I want a game score. What nonsense. Flaherty, what absolute nonsense. Flaherty, three of the last five starts, game score over 58. I don't want to hear about game scores. I love them. Teach me your game score. I mean, he's had a rough year and a half, two years, but I hope he actually succeeds somewhere. You can't give him 70, 80 million. You, you just can't. Not this organization. You know, you just can't. Well, it's somebody not, probably uh, for will. For the record, yeah. uh, John Denton believes it'll be closer to $100 million. Wow. Then you definitely somebody can't do will. that. But, well, it's a risk with his injury history for sure. That's what I'm saying. But if he goes to the Dodgers or wherever, I hope he has success because, I mean, the potential there, you just don't want to see, you know, him fizzle out. Yeah. Damn, $100 million. Well, it's a going rate for a decent starting pitcher. It costs you minimum $15 million Well, that 2019 run, you're looking at like, oh, is this a $220 million pitcher? Bob Feller. Ken Rosenthal wrote uh, on The Athletic this morning, uh, the uh, executives uh, under the most pressure at this trade deadline, and uh, John Mazalock is uh, listed right there with uh, Brian Cashman, as you may imagine. Uh, this is what Rosenthal wrote. Yes, the Cardinals are going to sell. Yes, Mazalek has made his desire to add pitching clear. The question is, will the players most likely to go, Montgomery, Flaherty, Carlson, and a reliever to bring back enough? Montgomery and Flaherty are rentals. Carlson's a below-average offensive player whose value's down from two years ago. The best way for Mazalek to retool, as I wrote last month, would be to trade Goldschmidt and or Arenado. 
but such bold action is not the Cardinal style. Mazalak has traded away a number of future All-Stars for returns, meager returns in recent years. Alcantara, Gallen, Rosarena, Garcia. To fix the Cardinals as quickly as he wants for 2024, Mazalak will need to hit on both his trades and free agent signings, and his recent track record in the latter era area is not great either. No. No, I don't I don't think you could be serious about contending in 2024 and deal away Goldschmidt and Arnato. That wouldn't make sense. I'd love to see them trade away Paul Goldschmidt. I don't know if I, I thought it was interesting when Derek Gould asked Paul Goldschmidt about his uh, interest in staying here and waiving his no trade li- deadline. He said uh, that that would be a private conversation, yeah. which of course is true. But mm-hmm. I just don't know if if he was intent on staying. If that's how you would answer the question, I'm extrapolating from three words, so it's 100% speculative. But uh, nonetheless, Arnado. Uh, made it clear that his intention was to stay, yeah. which I understand considering he's signed through 2027. Goldschmidt is also older and is only signed through next year. Yeah. Derek Gould, for the record, on uh, Jason Stark's podcast last week said he thought that both do not get traded and that both finish their careers as Cardinals. One well, Goldschmidt's correct answer or logical answer wouldn't be just a yes or no. It would be, well, where would I be going? That, that'd be a big thing. You know, he's not going to want to go to Kansas City or some other team where he's, you know, doesn't have a chance to win. And there might be some big cities or some managers that he doesn't want to live in or play for. So it could be a complicated answer whether he would waive it or not. I mean, Nolan Gorman looks, I hate to use the word untradeable, because to me, Walker is about the only one that you don't trade off. But Gorman, could you imagine just, you know, those two and, you know, Walker at first, Gorman at, you know, second, win at short. I mean, that that kind of dream scenario in a few years is why you want to try to maybe keep him but you could get so much for him too at the same time is you know maybe you could but are you benefit. Get anybody as good as he is i mean he's probably got, not you got a potential to have a 40 home run a year second baseman yeah and with like a month and a half slump you know really yeah, he's only I mean, what 22 years old 23 i think 23 yeah yeah you can't trade him i'm interested to see what they do though the young guys who are productive are exactly what you want because they don't make $25 million a year. So the deadline is Tuesday at midnight, or is it Monday? Tuesday, 5 p.m. Tuesday, 5 p.m., okay. You think I'll be done with these chiggers by then? No, I think they're digging in, and they're going to burrow. <laughs> See, I'm going to be here for the deadline, yeah, because I leave Tuesday evening. So at least I won't be here oh, Wednesday. Oh, you won't be here on Wednesday to give you official, takes? yeah. But I'm driving, hope- driving to Colorado? Yeah. Yeah, so we're taking the van about 10 p.m. on Tuesday. So... You know, day before, can you leave a series of takes, whether they yeah. just I how much call you love it. the I trade, mean, how much be, you hate the trade, and we'll play the appropriate one? I'll be at the tail end of Kansas probably when the show starts. If you all want me to call oh, in and chime in, in, I certainly can. Yes. But I imagine most of the trades for the Cardinals, at least, would be done by then. Because I would, I mean, before I Tuesday, I would think. Maybe. This is, I'm, I'm so anxious, excited. About the trade, I love trade deadlines in general, but this yeah. one specifically piques my interest. What if they do nothing? If they just stand pat? That piques my interest too. Like I win both <laughs> ways. From an amusement <laughs> standpoint, especially for our ten to eleven o'clock experience, that would be amusing. Uh, he'll probably get traded to Toronto and then sign in Nashville 
like everyone else who bangs my wife at Olive and Oak and who my, who my son loves more than me? That's from the recovering <laughs> alcoholic from Belleville. Yeah. Webster Groves. That's such a specific... What's Nashville got to do with it? Yeah, are they getting Toronto? Well, Ryan O'Reilly got traded to Toronto and then signed with the Predators, Doug. So would Paul Goldschmidt go to the Leafs and then play for the Predators? Well... Nashville is probably one place where he would say, no, I'm not going to trade there because, frankly, they don't have a team. I mean, you would poo-poo any trade to a city that doesn't have a team, wouldn't you? Well, if you can get paid and just And just hang out, hang out. listen to country music in Nashville, I guess you could. God, these chigger bites are killing me. Ah! Rub them. Rub them. Let the YouTube cameras catch I'm you scratching. rubbing. I'm scratching. Uh, text in on Doug's Chiggers. Uh, EDF Group is the sponsor of the text inbox. Check out the newly revamped website, theedfgroup.com, and take a look at each of the three divisions they have to offer. EDF Group is your one throat to choke for all your critical facilities, data center, commercial fire alarm, and electrical and IT infrastructure needs. To contact the EDF Group, email fire at theedfgroup.com. Experience the EDF Group difference. And learn more at the edfgroup.com. That's Engineer Design Facility, sponsor of our text inbox. Doug, uh, hmm. could you tell us who our title sponsor is? Because I got it down as the homeloanexpert.com. Kelly, yep. Ryan That's Kelly. The one. That's and the he'd one like I'm to help for. you to buy a home in a very difficult market. It's not easy to get in on the market if you're a young person looking for that first house. It's not easy to move, no matter what your age is, with interest rates being as high as they are. It is a daunting task to move right now. Inventory near record lows, prices Near record highs, not a good combination. Homes are going quickly still, so you need to be ready. Don't miss out on your dream home. Let Ryan Kelly and the Home Loan Expert help you get a leg up on the competition. Make the process of buying a home fun and less stressful. The Home Loan Expert and Ryan Kelly can pre-approve you the day that you call in, the very day, and you get a 10-day closing guarantee. Realtors who accept offers like that love it. If you're even considering buying a new home Call Ryan Kelly, the Home Loan Expert team, and let them educate you so you don't miss out on your dream home. It all starts at thehomeloanexpert.com. Thank you, Ryan Kelly. Thank you, Sir Morgan. Munganass is the sponsor of our 7 o'clock hour online at stlouisacura.com and altontoyota.com and a secret phone number, 314-252-0029. You can text it. You can call it, and you're talking with Jamie Burgard, Clayton Patterson, and Peter Munganast, and they will take wonderful care of you. Even if you didn't get your car from Munganast, Get your car serviced at Munganass. Munganass, St. Louis, Accurate, Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour sponsor. And uh, also the official automotive provider of TMA, the Tim McKernan Show podcast, and uh, presenting sponsor of Balloon Party on 101 ESPN from 10 to 11, uh, where TMA listeners interact with 101 listeners in the YouTube chat. It's going well. Is it really? Yeah. Is it Jackson's? Jackson's now in studio. KG and O Town is in uh, emergency appearance by KG and O Town on short notice with Iggy yeah. uh, being ill. Uh, what did you say? It's going very well. Yeah, yeah. Is, are they in, are they getting along? Yeah, it seems to. You know, it's kind of like they're like kind of providing context, like uh, of some of the lore that goes on. So don't like lore. Don't Doug, you like lore. that? No, don't say lore. Well, we have like TMA lore. I agree with that. Lore is the right word. I don't know. You know, like it's like an awfully big word to be used for this show. Well, twenty nineteen year history, you're gonna have some lore, and Amen. so uh, people like Tiny PP. Or pastry chef named Mesfin might. Uh, They're in the YouTube chat. I've mm. definitely seen Tiny Pee Pee, uh, really? and uh, yeah. they, you know they'll tell you some of the lore. They'll fill in some of the one-on-one audience. Some of the lore. Yeah. Okay. 
We want to do a show for everybody, Doug. Do we? Not just a small sect of people. Absolutely. Uh, it sure seems like this is geared towards a small sect of people. <laughs> Tim, I hope you and yours get to feeling better before the weekend. Be sure to get hydrated. She's a wild one. Oh. Doug, can I come down and play Chigger and burrow my head in your nether regions? That's ah. your Scott's Wrinkled Balsam. Oh. No, I thought it's on the bottom of my legs. <laughs> God, I haven't stopped scratching since I sat down. So it's like by the ankle? It's all over the ankle and the leg here. These bites. <laughs> I won't walk in tall grass. I won't it go. It wasn't even tall grass. Still, above ankle height, out. Yeah. Because you're afraid of serpents? Serpents. Uh, really scared of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Spiders. Ticks. 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 Yeah. Because if I see a tick and it's burrowed and i got to get a lighter uh. out and burn it. Oh, how often I... does that happen to you? Uh, you actually get a lighter out and put it to your skin? Well, how, that's how you're supposed to get a tick out. Because then I, if, you, if you pull it out, the head could remain. That's what they say. But I think there's other ways of doing that, like tweezers. Look, you can get Lyme disease all you want. Dude. I don't want I it. I don't want it. Yeah, exactly. Precisely. So I'll burn them off. Yeah. We have plenty, plenty of woodsmen listening. They can confirm. They can cooperate. <laughs> is this a show for woodsmen? I mean, I'm so in the woods. I wouldn't consider myself carrying an axe and cutting down firewood. But I, I get plenty of ticks. I don't KG No Ted, are you a woodsman? Hell no. <laughs> City dweller? Yeah, I'm not made for the heat or the outdoors. or. Neither am I. I walked out of my house this morning. It was hot already. I was like, oh, boy. The problem is when it's humid 100 and you got bugs. It's like that, oh. that's a bad trio. So I think fall camping is our favorite. So we'll take the camper out a lot more in, like, October, November, If it late starts, you can just get the battery going. Lyme disease. Larry saved Susie's life. It's true. That's, that's from Birthday Hawk. Yeah, he talked about walking in tall grass. Lyme disease. Larry saved Susie's life. What does that even mean? I don't Jackson immediately said it's true. So I go, oh, I must have missed, like, a day. And uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, he, uh, she's, like, talking about how lethargic she is. And Larry asked if you walked in any, in any tall grass. Oh. And she said yes. And they well, have We're all supposed to just know that instinctively? Well, this is why There was a line in one TV show five years ago? Just like the about TMA tits. listeners in the 101 lore. YouTube chat, I'm filling you in on the lore. Okay. Gosh. I'm a lore filler. Uh, well, I suppose long pants would save you from a can't wear long pants in this weather. Shorts. I had on shorts. Good morning. Shorts. My neighbor Terrence usually uses his mouth to remove ticks from my rump. It's from the 314. Oh, I don't think that's going to work. Pro tip, take B vitamins, and it seems to keep the bug bites to a minimum. Thanks. B vitamins, that's from the 314. Uh, News you can use right there, Doug. Yeah, or, or spray with DEET in it, right? Uh, I'll be in the Grand Teton slash Yellowstone next week. You won't find a destined-loving poor for hundreds of miles. That's from the Hunchback of On Castle. Destined-loving is Yellowstone like the new Southampton? Oh, it's so much oh, have cooler. You seen, <laughs> have you seen how much money is in Montana? Ooh, how much? Those houses. Boy, are... it has. California emptied out and went to Montana, didn't they? Yeah, yeah they're pissed. Doesn't like Ted Turner on half of Montana? It's... And uh, Stanley Steamer. Yeah. yeah, dude, you should see these ranches that some of the people own. It's yeah. it's basically like a big bank. We're just, they're just depositing money to land and just building these. Isn't it pretty brutal up there huge... in the winter? Absolutely. Um, yeah, but it's fluffy, soft snow, so it's a lot of snow, but they don't get a lot of the, you know, the th at least where my sister lived, they don't get a lot of that thick ice, which turns into black ice, and they also are pros at removing it. I mean, they I, have... I suspect the rich people who have these ranches aren't anywhere near there in the winter. No, but you should also see some of their... On each side of the highway, they have, like, plywood structure that eliminate, like, big snow drifts. Yeah. And so, I mean, they're... They spend probably hundreds of thousands to 
prepare themselves each winter. Yeah. So it's not like just them driving down and salting a road, you know. At no, 4 but if you if money is no object and you built a multi million dollar you're ranch, not staying there. You're in the probably winter. not there no. in January. No, but have you seen the summer? It's 75, 80 degrees. Is that right? On private lake, it's on board. Oh, bees knees. It's, a, it's clear. You can see right to the yeah. bottom of, like, yeah. Flathead Lake out there. Yeah, you can't litter, yeah. you can't litter out there. Like, there, you will right not the find litter anywhere, man. Like, People it, talk about Michigan insane. like that, too, how beautiful that is in the we summer. Wanna go, we want to go there as well, take the camper yeah. out. Probably oh. Montana it gets nasty with fires. The forest fires it can gets spread dry. Yeah. What's the chigger situation? I'm sure you get them. Oh. But they don't have any poisonous snakes in Montana. Oh, good. Hey, guys, this is the period of St. Louis summer that makes me hate living here even more. That's from Big Tuft. Doug, is this the worst time of the summer, late July, early August? No. Is that right? Well, probably. I'll still take this over winter. Approved. And our summer has been really fantastic Mm -hmm. so far. Mm -hmm. We haven't really had... Every year we get a a week or so where just unbearably hot weather, and this is going to be it. And it was unbearably cold in 2022... Circa Christmas? You like that Circa, circa Christmas? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially Where since they Circa's shut down a new airlines sponsor. and everything, yeah. Yeah. I'll absolutely. take this every, any day over cold, snowy, icy weather. Any right. day. Yeah. Even over 30-degree weather. Yeah. If it was like you have to go through another week of 100-degree weather and you don't get anything below 30, then, yeah, sign me up. Yeah. Trade all day. Yeah, 100%. I mean, you walk brutal. to your car. You stay mostly indoors. At night, you can get out and do... Whatever you want to do, pretty much. Yeah. Although I, I did see it first pitch Cardinal game is supposed to be 99 degrees tonight at 6. Cardinals and Cubs going to be fun. A lot of trade activity with both organizations. And will Marcus Stroman and Cody Bellinger survive the weekend from the Northsiders? Fun. Is Drink throwing out the first pitch tonight? Drink is throwing out oh, the first he? pitch. Paul Huck, are you catching it? God, I hope he short hops it. <laughs> Uh, what did I see? Uh, I think Dave Matter tweeted out something that he addressed the, the Cubs W thing that he tweeted out after the Cubs beat the Cardinals. Oh, yeah. It was bad. It was dumb. He said it was a subliminal thing about recruiting. <sighs> That's how you, you can't show. even explain it. If you're ever in a tough spot, just say it was a subliminal thing about recruiting. Well, I don't no think he was cheering for the Cubs. I don't think he... Do you think no. he was cheering for the Cubs? No. It would be that, great entertainment that, if he was. No, he's like a Twitter, like, meme guy, but, like, he's like your dad's meme guy. <laughs> he's a dork. Yeah, he so, like. quite get it. Yeah. He wants it, to get it bad, like, it, it doesn't quite. He's throwing out the first pitch tonight, confirms his Cubs W flag tweet was a subliminal message about recruiting. Yeah. Mary Flipmas. Flipmas in July. Going Cruton. Uh, yeah, like that. That he's like, Cruton. it's like his nephew is telling him to tweet this out, and he's kind of half joking. And Drink is buying it hook, line, and sinker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what's going on with his Twitter account. I, I think, like the whole his whole meme thing and the cigar smoking. It's just all kind of like <laughs> rough. Let's win first, and then we can then we can dance around. He's yeah. the type that somebody's gonna tell him what Riz means, and then he's just gonna overuse it and just kill yeah. it. Right. Oh, I'm Riz in the Cruits. I didn't know until <laughs> yesterday. The title of the song. <laughs> risen these crews. It'd be a good, good line to use. Between him professor. tweeting out memes and Brian Kelly dancing in a circle with recruits, the SEC is yeah. destined for greatness. And then you got oh, Nick buddy. Saban just pissed at all times. Yeah, always mad. Always upset. <laughs> You're never good enough. Does Kirby Smart dick around on Twitter? Honestly, I don't know. I can't imagine. I know we have some Bulldogs fans in the audience. Alan Daveville, for sure. Alan oh. Daveville, is he the Bulldogs fan? Big time. I'm trying to, I'll, I'll look at Kirby Smart's Twitter. I would be surprised if he has a Twitter. Like my, my in, in other words, is this what coaches have to do now in 2023 to like no. 
jerk-off boosters. It's like <laughs> give little cryptic messages with gifts. No. All Kirby Smart tweets out is happy birthday to his players. Oh, <laughs> yeah. With, like, Georgia-provided graphics. I'm actually, now I'm going to enter in all my money that Kirby Smart doesn't run his Twitter account. <laughs> yep. And they just keep getting them. Yeah. Uh, guys, I'll be in Destin starting on Saturday, and it will be much better than pretending to be John Dutton when in reality the most country thing you've probably done is cook cheap non-all-beef hot dogs after floating down the hoozaw. Thanks. That's oh. from Carlos Spicy Wiener, and now okay. he's sideways with whoever is going to Yellowstone. Yeah. Another war. I don't have a, a great interest in Yellowstone. The I'll show? Be, no, the, the, the park. I'd like to see it once. Oh, I, I think it would just be, you'd, you'd get there and you go, wow, this is beautiful, and then that's it. No. Well, you, okay, here's another view of the same mountains and same terrain. Okay, it's beautiful. The problem is, like, I don't want to spend a whole week doing that. Dealing with other people is the problem, because, like, it is natural beauty that is insane. I think it's more than you think. Like, that, some of the, I mean, some of the ravines and all, it's just I don't want to insane. go on vacation to see a ravine. But, however, <laughs> like, I want to go in the winter anyway, because in the winter they open up the entire park for snowmobiles. Yeah. And you get to see a bunch of now, bison. Snowmobiling's and, fun. Yeah. So, I, I think it's worth going. For sure. We're going to Rocky Mountain next week. I'm excited. That's better than Yellowstone. You know you have recruiting Riz when you have a five-star come to visit and you grind on him in the gym with a 360 camera leaving a puddle of pre on their pants. Oh! Uh, who's doing that? That's that Brian Kelly. Yeah. I think <laughs> Brian that, Kelly does yeah. that. I think he I'll, became a he became a little Southern belle, and then a week later he's grinding on literally and, and the camera coming around the player. He's literally thrusting. There oh. a, I mean, he was there as far as a number one seed goes with successful angry head coach tournament of 64 at Notre Dame. I mean, no personality would kill assistants and and would scream and turn red on the sidelines. And then he goes down to Baton Rouge and he becomes like a a lady antebellum Mm -hmm. and is grinding on recruits. Talk about the accent. There it is. Well, is that really what he's doing? Yep, 360 camera. And I think some of these recruits, there was one really big one who he did a really cringy dance with who decommitted. Like, decommitted. Like a week or two later. And, and it was just the face on the recruit's face when he was doing this was brutal. It's kind of awkward when a 50 or 60-something coach is trying to look hip with an 18-year-old kid and, right. and doing probably- what he's sees on social media and yeah. thinking and, it's going to work for him. And so much of that is done in post, so they're probably playing, like, the song off an <laughs> iPhone speaker. <laughs> yeah. So it's really awkward, like, in the moment. And the kids probably hate it, too. I mean, who are they fooling with that? <laughs> right. Who gets fooled by it? It all started with Oregon. What do you, you mean by Oregon's that? Oregon's the problem? Yeah, the Jersey thing. Like, it, you, that, <laughs> like, that's when tradition went out the window of college football. Oregon is taking shrapnel here. On so the you blame Phil Knight. It's hard to blame a guy that built an empire, but definitely now you want to appeal to kids outside of your actual program. You're trying to do cool jerseys and look at this sweet videos. Look, I'm humping you. Oh, <laughs> you come to my You're university. You're not wrong. That's the problem. You see Colorado's going back to the Big 12? I love that move. That, the Pac-12 is disgusting. They're terrible. Pac-12's in disarray. That, the uh, yeah. sports media podcast I listened to, Doug, that's John Orend <laughs> and Andrew Marchand of the New York Post. Uh... They're just waiting for this Pac-12 TV deal, but the Pac-12 is fighting off, you know, being decimated and flirting with San Diego State every week. 
Now they've lost uh, Neon Dion. Prime time, heading yeah. back to the Big 12, and they'll do a tribute to the fifth down game. It'll be fun. When you lose USC and UCLA to the Big Ten of all conferences, I mean, you got to worry about everybody coming after your teams. I don't, I don't like it. I mean, Colorado used to be in the Big 12, so I'm, I'm fine with that. That kind of makes sense. But I want the Pac-12 to have Pacific Coast teams. It makes all the sense in the world, doesn't it, to have a, a good conference out there? I hate to see it fall apart. Yeah. What sense does it make to have USC playing in the Big Ten? Uh, what sense does that make? The Big Ten could be great in terms of games each week, but in terms of integrity and tradition, it's just ruined. Like, you have literally Rutgers in New York. And Rutgers fl- against USC in a classic Big Ten. Nice. Look at where those no, two that's teams. That's New York and Los Angeles. <laughs> I don't like and it. Those two teams are located geographically, and they are in the same conference. It, yeah. uh, now, if, they, if the Big Ten had gone after Notre Dame, I said, sure, it makes all the sense in the world. Just, sure, you're going to pick off Kansas. So you are committed to okay. geography. That's your Yes, thing, I kind of huh? like that. Well, if it goes out the window, they just have everybody being independent. Who cares about the conference championship game to get into the final four or final eight now, whenever that starts? Just Well, changing conference has made a huge difference for Mizzou in terms of money. Big time. Oh, yeah, yeah, no question about that. No That's question. all they care about. That's the only thing they care about. Did you see where uh, John Calipari took his squad a couple weeks ago? No. <laughs> Did you see that, Jackson? Uh, took him to Drake's house? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I saw Drizzy. that. Oh, in bro. Canada. That's insane. Mizzou Hoops is in Jamaica right now. Who are they seeing down there? I think they're just doing some things. Biggie's friend Ashley. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't she know. was legit, yeah, by the way. Really good looking. I mean, A, she existed, which probably won some bets. But B, she was fine. Yeah. Calipari, Izzo, and if Patino was in Sorry, here, we're talking Italian <laughs> special. We're talking Rigatoni, Marinara. Why would no, you be talking ever... Rigatoni Why if you're talking, you talking basketball? basketball? Drake was saying the same thing when they were at their yep. house. That's right. Saying like you guys want some Rigatoni. <laughs> so like, even whatever you can do as a coach to try to recruit, not many people can bring a crew to Drake's house. That's a good recruiting tactic. Good crooting. Good Gruden. That's Gruden you can't just get. The uh, Missouri uh, win total, Jackson and I discovered uh, during balloon party yesterday, is six and a half if you want to go over or under. And I got to tell you, I'm all in on the over. I have eight, so I mean, I'm I'm invested. I'm all in on the over. Doug, what say you? Well, fight, Tiger. It's hard to know. I mean, you could say six and a half every year of Missouri football, and that'd probably be the number every single year. I would but agree it, with that. But they have such a cupcake Probably not schedule, 2008. Such a soft schedule at the beginning that, gosh, if they don't get that many wins, there's serious problems. Yeah. I don't think it's any great feather in their cap. To You'd beat like these to teams. think that you can pencil in the South Dakota shipping and the Middle Tennessee State shipping. Uh, you would like to think that you could do that. And then you would like to think that Memphis and St. Louis especially in a, a facility as nice right. as the Dome. Can't wait to be back. Yeah. Uh, is a shipping. So, Doug, now we're at three, and we're fighting. And we're fighting hard. We're fighting so fine. And they've, we're They've lost pants. a few games like that, too, though, in the past. Name one. Troy. Okay. Ooh. Middle Tennessee got him a few years ago. Yeah, homecoming. Uh, Gary Pinkle's uh, first game was Bowling Green. Yeah. Snagged. Oh, they did lose Wyoming. to Wyoming. Was the last time they played in the Dome against Illinois? I believe so. 2008? Yeah. They won that game. I remember that. They did. Willie Moe had a great strip 
They used to beat Illinois every year, and so Illinois said, we don't want to do this anymore. Plowhawk, your response. Uh, I mean, I don't blame them. <laughs> but no, uh, but it was a great way to start the season for both teams. People I get got it. excited about it. I would love, I love Everybody's sleeping on Illinois, too. New quarterback and pretty much new team. But they have an easy-ass schedule, man. Missouri Crazy. should start every year against Kansas, even if it's at Arrowhead. Either swatch off, swatch off uh, Lawrence to Columbia or play at an Arrowhead every well, year. Well, that's what they're going to be doing. I hope so. Illinois playing Kansas this year, and I'm excited about that. Kansas is damn good. Got a great quarterback running back combo. Smoke and mirrors. Yeah, they're probably, I don't uh, know. Uh-oh. They're gonna, I think Jackson. they'll whoop Illinois' ass. Come on, dude. It's Kansas. Well, wow, I get that. Jackson. But last year made me think different of Kansas. Granted, they had that losing streak at the end. They lost that kind of that sizzle that they had at the beginning. But they're better than what they were. They were a dumpster. They were losing like 66-10. When you look at like the context of it over the last 10, 15 years, they're like arguably the worst college football team in the country. Oh, yeah. Based on like for bigger schools. like From a power five. Yeah, from a power five. That percentage you would give... Missouri being undefeated when that little Southern Bell Brian Kelly oh. shows up at Fro Field on October seventh. How many games in are they at this they're, point? They're, they've taken on South Dakota. Yeah. They've taken on Middle Tennessee. The Kansas State game to me is to circle awesome. that one. Uh, Memphis and Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt is in Nashville. Yeah. Percentage undefeated. I'll say twenty-five percent. Yeah, I was going to say twenty-five percent. Brian Kelly's going gritty, gritty his way down to the sideline. Bra- Brian Kelly being undefeated is actually, I think, a more of a long shot because they got to go to Tallahassee and they also play Ole Miss and Mississippi State. One of those is on the road. Uh, and I think maybe Arkansas as well. They're in Starkville and then they're. They host Hotty Toddy, Good God Almighty? Uh, they host, no, they're uh, in Oxford for that Doug. one. Doug. And they're in Tallahassee too? Uh, they're in Tallahassee, yes. Jesus, Mary and all, Joseph, Missouri's but, got South Dakota and Middle Tennessee State and Memphis and Vanderbilt, and Brian Kelly's got trips to Tallahassee, Starkville, and Oxford before. Yeah, they play And Arkansas. then Columbia, Missouri? Oh, How do you do? Good luck. Going to the Lions <laughs> Den there. That's a gauntlet. They play Arkansas at in Baton Rouge. But, yeah, two Jeez. Starkville and two Oxford. And the, and the game against Florida State's in Tallahassee, or is that a neutral site? Uh, it says... Camping World Stadium. So unless they change the name of the Doke, yeah, this is that's a neutral state. It's in Orlando. See, Florida State's my pick to play Georgia in the national championship. Is that right? Look at you. Based on what? Based on probably the one of the best quarterbacks in the country, followed by probably the best defensive player in the country with a good running back. This is Florida State. You're talking about? Oh yeah. And they play in the. I mean, outside of Clemson, they play in the ACC. It's, It's pretty. Easy to get to that 10-11 win plateau. What about Wake Forest? They're not terrible. They lost Sam Hartman, so I'd be shocked that they did anything. So, I, Doug, Florida huh. State, that little sneaker pick, that little yeah. sneaks back door right huh. into the playoffs. They didn't used to be a sneaker pick. They used to be one of the dominant programs in the country every year. Bobby Bowden. Charlie Ward. <laughs> Why do we have to talk like Chris that? Chris Winky. <laughs> Talking about the woods and camping, I bet KG and Lick steal Plowboy's pop-up trailer and take it to Jellystone Park adjacent to Six Flags, yeah. set up camp, and finger each other to KG's Uh-oh. Listener of the Year plastic trophy. Mm. At night, they Google, what is a balance sheet? Calling my shot, LG and Licks RK, the down low. Doug, how is the Chia Pet Head going? That's in the worst oh. in what's a wacko. I don't nice know English wacko. <laughs> Kevin Miller ghost writ that one for Chia him. Chia Pet oh, Head, here, here's a look at it. On look YouTube. at it. Look oh, at your peach fuzz, boy. Starting to get some peach fuzz on the Chia. 
Lix and I wouldn't be caught dead in Eureka. <laughs> well, I don't. Why you... not? What's wrong with Eureka? It's a little too Six Flags adjacent. Sorry, Plowsy. Oh. <laughs> I, I like to get as close to Six Flags as possible. It'll be a tough <laughs> steal of my camper. It's locked in, locked away. Eureka's got some nice, nice areas. Yeah, I know. Not for me. You got the Batman. <laughs> oh, you meant Eureka as a whole. Okay. Yeah, it's a pretty cool yeah. town. Yeah, it's fine. Dear Mr. Spicy Wiener, Doug, the listeners are back and forth with each okay. other. Nothing wrong with going to Destin. Sometimes it's fun slumming it with the pores. Now mm. I got to go plan our 2024 summer trip to South Lake Tahoe. That's from the Hunchback of On Castle. So now he is wealthy. Doug. Everybody's wealthy. Everybody's making money in this audience. I'd really like to go to Lake Tahoe. That sounds right in my alley. Why don't you play in the American Century? Uh, I kind of th- seems like you have to be a pro athlete to do that, and I don't see that happening anytime soon. Um, but we'll see. You know, like Steph Curry won it this year. Yeah. Oh. And I can't shoot like him. I can almost shoot like him, but oh, no, you can't. Not like him. No, I can't. I think documentary is damn good. Yeah, I, I, my brother was saying he really enjoyed that. It, it is it's, is it, very. It's good. a Steph Curry documentary. Was it on Netflix or? Uh, it no, it's on uh, Apple TV. A twenty four. Called underrated. It, yeah. I I have it on. Oh pla- yeah, I did see that pop up. I haven't watched really, it. Really, really good. I mean, you kind of already know the Steph Curry story, but right. certainly the younger high school and what he does off the court. Certainly, I would recommend it. Is it weird that a player who's still playing and honestly still playing at a really high level has a documentary about his career coming out? Yes. Like, well, look at what he's... I, I think it shows just how, you know, underrated, how small he was. Sure. You know, freshman, sophomore, junior, also high school. Also an NBA player's kid. Very true. They don't dive into that as much as they probably should with the training Here's and why the they access did it. he got. Here's why they did it. They thought they could make money. <laughs> right. That's why you do it. His... Man, Steph's mom, though, is a looker. Imagine that. His dad was an NBA player and his mother's attractive. She's very Hard beautiful. to believe. Very you do beautiful. seem surprised. <laughs> yeah, that never happened. I thought they married for love. But Good morning. No, I was in Lake Tahoe for the 4th of July in 2007. Blessed. This from Eric in the Central West End. Doug, you played uh, Native American yes, ball did. with his father. And yesterday he was flirting with his brother via our uh, text inbox. Uh-huh. Nice. Which is awkward in itself. He, he, he went on vacation 16 years ago. Beast. Uh, I've been to Lake Tahoe. It is very nice. Uh, it's true. I did tell Jackson he would enjoy the doc. That's from Jackson's brother, Mr. Siders. Mr. Siders is your brother? No. I'm going to say that would be a tough one. He was a cocaine trafficker. That is not Mr. Siders? Oh, my old Spanish teacher. <laughs> oh. Yeah. He, Tales he from trafficked Ken. in cocaine? Yeah, he went to the guy that one time, like, there was a substitute for, like, weeks on end. We didn't know. Come to find out, he was running blow to, like... The tail end of Chicago on a motorcycle, jet blacked motorcycle. He at get arrested? Night. Got arrested. I, yeah, I don't know what he's. He's what probably he's still doing in now. jail. But yeah, he was running, running blow. Your Spanish teacher. So I, I think I told that story somewhat in a condensed version. It. Yeah, that's why I think the guy has the name, Mr. Siders. Yeah, I don't remember this lore. Why does it seem like every listener makes a ton of money, has a hot wife, and only vacations in the best places? I feel like in reality, it's the opposite of that. Thanks, that's from Wedding Tackle. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, I lore. Too. I do too. <laughs> More lore. Yeah. They do all seem to have gorgeous wives when they start sending them pictures. When they send them the pictures. Sometimes it's a picture of the same model that they all got (laughs) off the internet. It's never pictures with their wives. No. It's just their wives by themselves. Well, it's probably because they go to Mentality. Uh, If you're dealing with low testosterone, Mentality is the place that you can go. And it's Low T USA. 
Com and uh, and I went there and it was super easy, super friendly staff. A lot of TMA listeners have gone out there and gotten tested. Uh, Mentality is a local healthcare facility specifically dedicated to helping men feel and perform at their very best. Even if you've tried testosterone before, not everyone understands the blood chemistry in men's bodies. Mentality can help. The normal range for testosterone is large. If you've been to a doctor and they told you that you were normal without understanding the range or testing your free testosterone, it was not fully looked at. Come get checked with Mentality. Testosterone therapy helps men regain normal function and restores their ability to perform normally at all levels. It's Mentality online at lowtusa.com. Doug, you were talking about your little uh, fuzzes. You and Jackson are both both doing a thing Mm -hmm. to uh, get that her, in your case, back the FUE and Jackson's doing a thing mm-hmm. to keep his hair intact. Indeed, yes, Tim. That was uh that was well said. And that's what they no, can it do. Was. That's what they can do for you over at St. Louis Hair Restoration. Just go in there for a consultation. Both Greg, the founder of it, and Dr. Polinga are patients themselves. They've been through this situation. They know what is best for each and every single one of the people who come in to see them. They got Doug on the FUE procedure. Doug, what are you about oh, a month yeah. out, month out from 29 doing Twenty nine days since yeah. the procedure. Yeah. Here, here's a here's a Quick look on YouTube. Look at that. Oh, look at that. It's I, you can still see not it. a lot. Not you a lot. You can see it, though. There's you can some, see it. Yeah. Boy, you're so darling. But the, Okay. Clip that off. But they say three months before you really start to notice anything. And then six to eight months, you'll notice a lot. Finished product about a year out. So, yeah, it, it takes a little bit of... It takes a little while. Right. But that's okay. It's permanent. Yeah. Once and you painless. Do it. Yeah. So, if it's something that's always bothered you, if you feel like you never, you never do look good, your hair is constantly a problem for you... Do something about it. Got a great place right here in town, some of the best in the country, at St. Louis Hair Restoration. Dr. Polinga and his staff of technicians do a fantastic job. The technicians have all been there for many years. They've done many, many of these procedures. Go to their website at stlouishairrestoration.com. Look at some of the before and after pictures. It's really shocking how the difference that you you can help yourself look. That's what I'm hoping for, of course. I'd like to look like Fabio by this time next year. And I think you will. St. Louis Hair Restoration. St. Louis Hair Restoration.com. Mm-hmm. Wedding tackle. You're dead wrong. That's from Mr. Licks. Doug, what is he dead Let's see. Wedding tackle sent what in a text that said, oh, why does it seem like every listener makes a ton of money, has a hot wife, and only vacations in the best places? I feel like in reality it's the opposite. And Mr. Licks has responded by saying, wedding tackle, you're dead wrong. Hmm. So Mr. Licks does make a ton of money, does yeah. have a beautiful sure wife, does. and does vacation. Fabulous vacations. Seems to listen to this show a whole hell of a lot. Mm-hmm. I'd say as a whole, the listenership has very attractive brothers. My brother is a smoke <laughs> show dad. Give me that sibling ass. Oh, from Eric in the Central gosh. End. I'm going to suspend him. Really? Yeah. I played Indian ball with your father, and he wouldn't be happy about this. He wouldn't be happy at all. But you can't say, give me that sibling ass. You can't say it. <laughs> Uh, How can I afford nice vacations? I am no longer paying $25,000 a year in daycare. It's an easy explanation. Some hunchback of on Castle. Boy, that's steep. Twenty-five. I think that is about the going rate. For like preschool or daycare? Uh, daycare. Oh, boy. Yeah, that is pricey. Oh, yeah. But if you have two parents who both work, I guess it's... Most people have to have that nowadays. Right. I know, I paid more... I think I've said this before. I paid more to send my kids to preschool than my parents did to send me to University of Missouri. Wow, 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 Jeez, wow, wow. Really? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Uh, Doug even board member, is sending in a picture of himself and his wife. Oh, is he? And? Poorly lit picture. How's he that? look? Um, Does he have a brother? <laughs> Are these the questions we're supposed to ask? 
It is the guy who sat in studio with us at uh, KFNS years ago in Webster. No, not Webster. Goes Kirkwood. Yeah. And there's that last, the same same one. Where's and I guess they're banging everybody. Could it could it just be a stand-in girl? <laughs> could be. Could like be. you got his neighbor. You mind doing me a favor, taking a picture? I'm on the record with Swing Haven board member being real. Weren't they supposed to meet Iggy for a drink or yeah, something? Yeah, and they and... stood him up. Yeah. <laughs> that surprises me. Yeah. They didn't show. I'm sorry, a cocktail. Is it possible <laughs> that Iggy didn't show up? They were there and Iggy wasn't there and he just said that they didn't show up? No. Mm. Uh, he's not here to defend himself. Yeah. I don't know what this means. 25K where? I'm at 36K for two in DFW. Doug, that's from Cleavy Wade. You're saying is two that kids? In, is that talking about... Dallas-Fort Worth? Talk about daycare, I guess? Yeah. For two kids? Is that a way to say I have to spend more money? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's tough to tell what's a brag and what's like a true. It's not really though. <laughs> there are social media essentially is a yeah. brag. Yeah, it's kind of filtered that out. <laughs> there are some private schools around here where people are spending ten, fifteen thousand a year to send their kids to first grade. Oh, really? higher than that. Up higher than 20 that. Twenty or so. Higher than that. It's I don't know. I don't know what to say. Can it possibly be worth it? I for the life. I just I've. I've sat here and observed it for years and then the bubble has to burst but the bubble doesn't burst and no the rich, the they'll, always be be bursting. A, they'll always be an upper class for sure yeah. i would think it'd be better off to hand the child a check for three hundred thousand dollars <laughs> upon eighth grade graduation that's one thing in high school when it's starting to get pretty serious the education right i, I can see making sure that you send them to the best place you possibly can but first grade second grade yeah, I guess you get the lower student-to-teacher ratio, which at that age is really important. I don't know. I want my kid to learn some street smart, so I think being in a more rugged... Send him to the city schools. It's a good excuse. Public schools right. in the city. He'll learn some street smart. <laughs> oh, no, it's certainly not about the money. It's just how I want my kid to be taught. Eric's brother is hot. He's also my brother-in-law and a great lover. Okay, stop That's from this. the Hunchback of Oncastle. What's just, going on here? Do we just have one big family <laughs> listening to our show? I think so. They're gathered around the hearth. We gotta keep them safe. <laughs> uh, Cleavy Wade would like to clarify: he's not bragging. He says it's not a brag. It's a sad situation paying that much. Uh, yeah. Doug, for the record, that's thirty-six thousand dollars for two children <laughs> in the Dallas-Fort Worth area oh. for childcare. I guess yes, childcare. Childcare. They must have somebody coming in full time or something. I'm also in Dallas. Does that other guy in Dallas want a bang? That's from the eight one seven. Here we go. Thank yeah. you, KGO Down. It would be wonderful to bring people. people together. Yeah. I suppose if you had a, well, if both husband and wife had big jobs where they were making two or 300000 a year, you could justify 36000 a year so that you can Couldn't keep your job. Couldn't agree 100%. But you got to, you know, run a very quick P&L on the whole thing. Yep. And, uh, you know, you get to that point, both people have to be uh, making some good money, you yeah. know. Grew up with a couple people like that. Uh-oh, here we go. It's You're time for not, Tales from Ledoux. Ledoux. Of course. Uh, Tales I'm just, from Ledoux. I'm just saying, like... We're, Unrelatable. Well, both parents were doctors, and so, yeah. Oh, they had very oh busy for heaven's sake. Doug, I, don't I don't even, even know, know one anymore. doctor. Both your parents are doctors. Not mine. We want a field trip to not Aspen. Mine. Not my parents. Oh. My, pa- my father's a public educator. My mom's a journalist. You know, Back a blue-collar fam. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, there was people with, you know two doctors and family and they would spend a ridiculous amount of money on childcare, but yeah. you know for them it was worth it because mm-hmm. when you like are on call for a week and can be called into the hospital at any time you don't want to worry about who where the kids are eating sure once my kid turns eight he's the babysitter or whatever younger kid I he's got the babysitter eight <laughs> just put him in a kennel like a dog mm. uh, 12 is about the year where you could 
Is that right? That's him. the age? About I where you can trust him with someone else. I think yeah. my sister babysat me when I yeah, when she was twelve. That's about when you can leave him alone. We're going out tonight. Can you can you hold down the house but until I was 11, eleven o'clock? <laughs> yeah, it's weird that we were just like fifteen months apart. So yeah. like is she more responsible? Good morning. Here's my beautiful wife and I on a wine safari in Malibu. Thanks. That's oh, really God, a wine safari. Yeah, that sounds, about, that sounds I, lovely, honestly. I, I think we should cancel the text line. Wine <laughs> safari. Shut it down. For the day, yeah. Uh, wine snob gets me about as much as anybody. Really? I, I can't take that. I can't. The way they describe Tournament of worst snobs. What do we have? Wine snob is Wine right snob's your one seed? He's right up Pollock, there. I feel like you'll be able to, like, rattle off ten. That'll Man, I, that is, I think wine snob's a good one. Yeah. This $10,000 a bottle of wine, oh, it's well worth it for the bouquet <laughs> you get at the finish. Stop it! What about the tannins? The what? The tannins. What's that? I think it's something with the taste of it. I don't know. I watched Sideways, like, a month ago. Yeah. No Merlot. No Merlot, Doug. Yeah, the wine guy's probably up there. Like, f- general food snob. It's yeah. like, hey, we're going to this, like, bar just to drink and maybe get some dinner. They're like, oh, well, no. I'll, I'll eat beforehand. Craft beer guy is... I think that's a nice play. Is that one or one A? It's definitely live yeah. for the discussion. That's a nice play. It's How one about, of the conversations I never want to be in. That's when, a nice play. How about cigar smoker guy? I don't I don't run oh, into him this, enough. This blend, this to, Cuban cigar. I have to sit in this wood panel library. <laughs> Look how classy I am. Stop it. You're smoking. <laughs> wood panel library. That's a good that's a good explanation for it. I, I do think... Uh, Our snob- bourbon snobs. That's from Who's Your Daddy. Bourbon Boy, we're getting a lot of bourbon snob texts. Oh, because the fan page, because people post their bourbon. Oh, is that a thing page. on there? No. Really? Yeah. Well, talk. it's a thing to hate people that do it. I don't know if it's a thing to put your bourbons on the fan page. Yeah. Is snob akin to, like, guy, like gym guy or uh, hockey guy? Or is there, like, a, a I think it actually difference? goes beyond one specific right. thing. It's like the final boss of, of these... Certain guys. Yeah. I don't know. Craft beer guy. It's yeah. like you're ashamed to order a Michelob right. in front of him because he's ordering it's just water. this. It's just water. It's peanut butter wheat stout yeah. with, a with you know, hot sauce in it. Yeah, I promise <laughs> it's good. I promise. Oh, you know, I promise. Like I do. Just because you can barely suck it down and you see my eyes yeah. watering, it means it's really good. Mm-hmm. Come on. He needs to wow, this bourbon down. thing is really resonant. Oh, I, 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 th- I mean, it's winning by a landslide in the EDF group text inbox. Wow. I mean, fast and furious. Yeah, it's bourbon snob by a huh. while. I, think I don't even know if I know a bourbon snob. I don't know anything about it. I'm just saying that the textures, I don't know any yeah. anything about bourbon. My friends who drink bourbon just drink whatever is in their house. Do they think they're cool because they're drinking bourbon? No, I think they're just really trying to drink. <laughs> one, that's, one that's a very niche one, but cut out the middle, man. you'll run into it. it is iPhone guy. iPhone snob? Yes. Don't we all have those? Uh, no, it's, oh, you only have the 11, oh. you know, when the 16 yeah. is out. That, those people, people actually... really doing that? Yes. Do you wow. know of any person right now that does not have an iPhone? Can. Cell phone? Oh, just cell, a cell phone? Cell phone. People who are, like, really rich are, like, the kind of people that have a flip phone. Everyone else yeah, kind of needs Yeah, because their publicists and assistants have eight phones. Right. So, like, you can get away. Like, I like the ty- Tyler Childress. Like, he doesn't have a phone. He lives on the land. I get that. But, like, all your people have phones. So, basically, you have the yeah. phone because you have people setting up tour dates, getting you food. Like. You pretty much have to have You have one. to. Yeah. 
As much as you think you want to live off the grid, you have got to. I don't want to live off the grid. How about a I have a hot brother snob? <laughs> Some of us are single children and can only pleasure ourselves in front of a mirror to get that kind of action. Oh, Some Lance Painter. God, hey, this, this is really... Bad road we're going down. <laughs> what about mud slob, like, uh, snob to where, like, they only like a certain brand of poop? Oh, <laughs> When fat bearded dads get bored with their lives, they either turn into bourbon or smoking meats. Yeah. Oh, the smoking, the smoking meat oh, guy. Yeah. There's barbecue yeah. snob for barbecue sure. Barbecue snob is. Well, is that yeah. what happens when guys get fat and they grow a beard and they get bored with their lives? Mm-hmm. They turn to bourbon or smoking meats. It's kind of a chicken so. and egg thing. Yeah, you right. get fatter and probably more right. beardy the second right. you start smoking the meats. Yeah, right when your wife spends a few days a week oh. with his exercise uh, instructor, Derek that's, oh, Derek oh, Derek no. that's when you start though. buying the green egg and yeah. start experimenting <laughs> with assorted meats. As soon as the uh, Orange Theory membership gets purchased, so is the green egg. A lot of bourbon snobs in St. Louis because it's a cheap drink. The snobs I hate are the ones who argue over what Ivy League school is better. Thanks. That's from Mr. Licks. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Well, what you like to drink, whether it's alcoholic or not, is a strictly personal decision. Some guy might like a Diet Coke and the other guy a very expensive bottle of bourbon. Who right. cares? It's just what you like. Agreed. Hello. And okay. Uh, I, I just, I, what are you like, saying, KG and Oto? Oh, there was just some dead silence, oh, so I just oh, threw in a hello. I don't like, when I drink hard alcohol, it's almost always a clear alcohol. Like, almost always tequila. Why clear? Dark liquor. Not for me. Doesn't do it for you. Yeah. Oh, I like the coffee stouts. Guys, new golf club snob, but still goes out and shoots 120. That's from the oh. 714. I know some people like well, that. You could, yeah, I, I got, several. there's a, there's the guy you get randomly paired up with who's kind of a ball buster and will like be like, you like hit a bad shot. They're like, oh, that one better sit down after you like top it. Oh, like that, that guy needs yeah. to chill out. Or how about the guy who wants to work on your swing? You had a bad shot. <laughs> right. If, like, if I lessons. don't know you, like, let's yeah. ease up on the on the ball busting here, <laughs> Bill. If you go to an acquaintance's house and the, quote, guy brings out a collection of tiny glasses that are all differently shaped, politely pick up your crock pot and find a reason to go home. Mm-hmm. Bourbon snob is getting ready for a three-hour tour. Oh. That's some Kevin's brother, Jack Demoff. I have to tell you. I am completely oblivious to this bourbon snob phenomenon. Yeah, I know I nothing run, about it. I haven't run into it either. Yeah. <laughs> I have run into a lot of barbecue snobs where the wife asked the husband one time, would you barbecue some burgers? And now he's an expert yeah. on everything grilling. That's why you never compliment people on how good their food is off the grill because it yeah. starts. You know, you're doing that wife a favor uh-huh. by not doing that to that family. Right. It's pouring down rain. There's lightning, and that guy just needs to perfect his brisket or right. you know, pork shoulder. Sure. It's like, dude, honey, come in. And it's- your grill doesn't quite measure up to his grill. Oh, mine heats up better. Yeah. Uh, I know a bunch of these bourbon swingers, and boy, are they a bunch. That's from Mr. Smith. So the bourbon snobs are swingers? in the swinging community? Oh, this is a swing haven. Wow. If you drink enough bourbon, you'll start to swing. I didn't realize that that was the case. Uh, first time I ever drank at 14, and it was a beer. I puked forever and have not had a beer since. I'm tired of being hazed about it at 31. That's from Josh Bob Bill. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, if you drink beer f- seven years, six years before you're supposed to. Yeah. I think the overshare guy 
is <laughs> kind of getting up there in that top 25 mark. <laughs> guys, how about hair transplant snobs? Guys who are already <laughs> sex bots and yeah. won't let me lick them, flaunting their new hotness is too oh. much. That's from Lance yeah. Painter. Your hair transplant snob. It <laughs> <laughs> could be that. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh, guys, I played golf with a guy last week who was bragging about his $375 putter, but then he three-putted on <laughs> seven holes. That's from Aces High, Sam yeah. Reyes, Wall Street. Yeah, I just don't, the spending a lot, like a lot of money on a putter just to say it, like there's no technology that can make a putt go in. If you're comfortable with a $50 putt-putt putter, go ahead. Bragging about your putter. My family cool. got me a very expensive putter for Father's Day. Scotty Cameron, right? Yes. Those oh, things are said, super expensive. Really, I didn't really need this, Milled. but it, it helps. I'm, I'm a better putter with it. Yeah, there you go. Great yeah, That's what he's doing. If it makes you feel better when you're over a putt, then yeah, it's, it's worth the money. as much as anything. But, uh, guys, I'm going to use the fan page as my diary guy should be on the list. That's from Crystal City Clamhammer. Well, I don't think that's a snob unless I'm missing... Doug, we're focused on snobs here, and it right. seems like bourbon snob is one without even question. Yeah. What about who hates their kid more snob? Like, guys yes. only get together and talk about. Yeah. Isn't that one of them? Boys, I, I second Mr. Smith, that Swinghaven board member. Have they hooked up? This is what the swingers do? I don't know. All, boys, comma, I second Mr. Smith, Swinghaven board member. Saying that bourbon swingers? Ah, I was trying to figure I didn't know yeah. if that meant that, like, they've hooked up. No, that there's bourbon swingers. We need more on that. Like, what does that mean? Doug, are you wearing these bourbon swingers? No. I so if you're drinking a, bourbon, you're swinging? I could see at a swingers party, they might bring out some hard alcohol to loosen everybody up a little bit. Right. But you think you garnish it with a pineapple, and that doesn't sound very good with bourbon. No. But the excuse is, oh, we're going to try this great bourbon, when you're just trying to get everybody liquored up. <laughs> uh, bourbon guy thrives in the fall. <laughs> I don't know that the fall is <laughs> He throws on his flannel, grows his beard out like he's from the woods, but he grew up in Kirkwood. And then he sits by a fire on Saturdays instead of spending 12 hours watching 19-year-olds play football like a normal person. Thanks, mm. it's Al, and he's in Dadeville. The flannel in the fall thing is automatic. <laughs> You'll see it every... And if I, when I go out in the fall in St. Louis, jeans... Sometimes a hoodie if it's cold out or a long sleeve shirt under it and a flannel, and you'll see every single guy wearing exactly that. Huh. Sounds like Jackson's a snob. There's, no, probably, there's probably hunter snobs, too. Well, I belong to a duck club, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I know nothing about that. A putter snob is a thing. I'm one of them. That's from the Pope. He can roll a rock. But he can, yeah, he can justify it. I can tell you that. Yeah, if somebody's been on the receiving end of his uh, of his flat stick, and it felt really nice. Oh, effing prostate. The receiving end of his flat stick. What about salty semen guy? We get it. Yours is better than ours. Jesus, that's from John Lithgow's Harry Henderson. Oh, that might be number one. <laughs> Bourbon guy is, is number one, and I wasn't aware of it. Doug, you weren't aware of it either. No. Jackson, were uh, you aware of this? The bourbon snob? Yeah. Yeah, I knew that they were out there, but I've never met one in the wild. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's all, They're always tamed. Like I said, like my friends who like to drink bourbon just like to drink. <laughs> yeah, but these are guys at a party that think they're a little bit more sophisticated than you because their it's palate not... is so in touch that they can... <laughs> they can Share bourbon with each other and really go, mm, well, that's just fabulous. Let's go have a cigar in <laughs> the library. It doesn't happen in my age range. I feel like you need to be a, like a bearded, chubbier father. <laughs> yeah. Because like when my buddies will get bourbon at the bar, they get it in like a tiny little cup. It looks like an air, airplane Ooh, cup. It looks bill. terrible. Yeah. And it's just like they're like neat, so it's just like hard liquor in a cup. 
cup, it doesn't look good at all. Can so we talk about 48 Hours Snob, the guy who's too good to plow a woman's behind? Oh. That's from Uncle Cucker. It wasn't a, uh, an issue of being, like, too good. It you was, showed off because of it? It was, <laughs> it was <laughs> strutted around the bar. It was being... She posted on social media. <laughs> Thinking about going anal. Oh, drop it off. Drop in the drop it in the comments. Your thoughts. <laughs> we'll be live in twelve hours. Mm. Yeah. Drop this king. Uh, go to a pumpkin patch in the fall. Wives dress their frumpy husbands in a brand new old navy flannel just so they can pose for Instagram. That's from Scooter. Sounds like he's tired of it. Doug, you see frumpy husbands in old navy for the pumpkin patch Instagram picture? Oh, wow. oh yeah, there's something to that. And all the girls are wearing the hats like Future did in 2016. Oh, yeah, you bring an, <laughs> you bring an apple hat. orchard into play as KG well. has one of those. I was going to say, hats. easy on the hat thing. I have that hat. <laughs> oh, Oh, yeah, you are to the Listener of the Year Awards. Cammy, Cam Cammy, Nunu. Cammy, Cammy, Nunu. Mm, yep. Yeah, this is with all the, uh, this is bad radio, but this is, they all they all have these hats on when they go to the wineries or uh, pumpkin patches. They, they put have, the Instagram oh, yeah, picture up of them, like, throwing yeah. leaves up in the air. Yeah. Well, those hey. are actually pretty good hats to have. It does provide some shade, right? <laughs> but it's the fall. It's not hot. Yeah. There are literally douches who have their own bourbon barrels. Oh. These guys have no. definitely seen a skin flute up close. Oh, oh. <laughs> God, if you got like a bur- Lance Painter, who was just kind of a quiet reliever. Was he the sweaty the one? Doesn't the whiskey? Uh, no, that was Donovan Osborne. He had a rough game seven at Fulton County. Doesn't the whiskey have to come from Kentucky to be bourbon? Yes. And so, the, dude, I so bet you there. Be bourbon if you made it here. I bet you there are just some Hoosiers with a bourbon barrel in their garden shed in oh, South City, just acting as if they are shed. the absolute s. Yeah. I had no idea this would this would turn into anti-bourbon no. and anti-waiting forty-eight hours to have anal. <laughs> they can they can call me a snob for that. I stand by my decision. Do you? Yeah. Uh, guys, social media is ruining every experience. I swear some of these women have kids purely for likes. Oh. <laughs> we talk about that, oh. me and Madison. That you might have children for likes? Oh, hell no. That A lot of people end up having that third or fourth one just for that. For the likes. I don't like, know. How many likes that... would you get? Here's our new child. <laughs> yeah. A picture of your baby. Just people. 212. Oh, Doug, every post, it. every day. We did Go a thing. <laughs> Look at us. I saw St. Louis Star Packs did a We Did a Thing starter. Jackson's pack. acting like he's not in charge of St. Louis Star Packs. Yeah, you're yeah, third person in yourself there. This is so it's all meta. Right here, yeah. yeah, but he did a, or they did, I don't know who it is, uh, did a uh, We Did a Thing starter pack. It's like yeah. the engagement picture, oh. babies being born, bought a house. Run a race on Thanksgiving. Yeah, we did a Walk thing. Walked a 5K. <laughs> yeah, walked a 5K. Three and a half hours later, just mm. did my first 5K. How about Movie Snob, who talks about what underlying themes the director was going for in each quote-unquote oh, yeah. film? Wink, wink, Dawson's Creek. Doug, that's from Little Judy Suckins. Yeah, no, I'm fully admit that I'm extremely pretentious when I talk about that kind of stuff. Movie snob. That's fine. That's, hey, listen, it's better to embrace it than to run from it. Yeah. I'm a chigger snob. I'd, I'd put my chiggers <laughs> up against anybody right now. Oh, yeah. You're right. My young son's buddy's father was a guy I had mad respect for. And then he showed up to a function with a bottle of Knob Creek, a stogie and wearing an effing white belt. That's from Joan Jett's groping hand. Uh, yeah, the, the white, white belt got him. It's fallen out of, you can't wear that anymore. It's fallen out of fashion. Unless you're like, like going six under at Medina, you can't be wearing a white belt. What if you got on white pants? 
even then. What if you're cooking barbecue? I did. I wouldn't do it. No, white belt is not uh, not in. Uh, Tim Burkhart, uh, who is the media buyer for uh, Milagro Tequila, uh, says uh, he uh, agrees on bourbon. Stop for the record. He says no, it does not. Bourbon can come from any state in these United States of America. Is that right? Yeah. I, th- I always thought it had to be Kentucky. Yeah, I thought there was one one of those that has to be from Kentucky. What about Cuck Snob? The only le- they only let the rich guys bang their wives instead of Jiffy Lube mechanics like the rest of us. That's from former mm. fan page moderator Neil Allen, and the last name is Craig Puckett. Okay. When my lover, let's call him television's Doug Vaughn, makes a dookie, I grab him by the beanbags and yell, that's right, bitches, he did this, suspend me, boy, suspend me like one of your pigs. I'm going to. That's from Brian Henson. He's covering the Colts. (laughs) Brian Henson just got himself suspended for words that were inappropriate. He'll serve a suspension to last a period of two days' time, and he'll serve that in Indianapolis. (laughs) Grab him by the beanbags. (laughs) <laughs> Guys, music stop, I believe, is the worst. That's from Chairman Steve of Wildwood. Yeah. Yeah. That's like drinks. Well, you like what you like. 100%. It doesn't matter if anyone else thinks that's okay. It might be like the most subjective art form there is. So, like, if if you like certain type of music, like, you don't have to explain yourself why you like it. It just simply sounds good to you. Art itself is pretty subjective. It's extremely subjective. I look at yeah. Picasso stuff and say, this is horrendous. A fifth grader could do this. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> size queen God. snobs have to rank high on the list. That's from Swinghaven board member. Size queen snobs? <laughs> you like mark that for me, like, KG? I like, kind of clip that off. Like, how big are you? Gotcha. Thank you, dude. <laughs> the girls who wear those hats post pics from their wedding weekly. <laughs> Post how much they can't wait for fall in July and name their kids with names that end in X-O-N, like Jackson and Maxon. Oh. What is, is Do that... you know what a size queen is? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that this was a thing. Yeah, God, I'm, I'm, I'm learning. Doug, I've learned a lot here in right. our Monk and S 7 o'clock hour. It's a nice little cultural lesson. Yeah. People often ask me, they're like, are you... J-A-C-K-S-O-N or J-A-X-O-N. Oh, that like, would have been even trendier. Right. Well, in 1998, nobody, there's no way people were spelling it with an X. No. So I guess that's a new thing, but no, C-K. Did okay. anyone ever call you Jack? My mom. Little Jackie Papers. Uh, that's my name on PlayStation Little Network. Jackie <laughs> is it really? Yeah, my PS oh. Network name is Jackie Papers 23. How about that? You can I'll try look to look them up when you play today. I'm yeah, but I'm always to. perpetually offline. Um, I don't want people knowing what I'm doing on my PlayStation. Nice. It's weird. Uh, but my mom and my sister are the only ones who ever call me Jack. Everyone Little else calls Jackie me Jack. Papers loved that rascal puff. <laughs> yep. That's what I sing to myself every time I fire up my PlayStation. Yeah. You hear that? Greg Fokker. Think about that. What are you thinking now? Nurse. <laughs> Email in on Gaylord Fokker mm-hmm. the morning after at InsideSTL.com. That movie's almost 25 years old, it's by the way. It's a good real. It's a good one. Uh, Design Air Heating and Cooling email today, the morning after at InsideSTL.com. Design Air is the official HVAC provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show podcast. And I feel like weekly I get emails or DMs from listeners who rave about their experience with Seth Goldcamp and their incredible staff. And especially with the weather as hot as it is right now, if your air conditioning goes out, sweet mother of mercy, are you doing Orson Woods Wacko actually had Design Air out. Uh, this week and save the day. Yeah, 100 degrees today, Doug. 101 degrees tomorrow. Sweet mother of oh, mercy. Oh, they'll be busy at Design Air. Yeah, they will. Go this to designairservice.com. Air go down. Yeah. They have to work so hard. Uh, Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com. Jackson, we have a new sponsor on this show, and it's a big one. It is Circa 
in Las Vegas. How do you do, Circus Sportsbook? Circus Sportsbook, welcome aboard. They have two major contests. Two times. Two, two, contests, yeah. two major contests. I'm registered for one, Doug. Absolutely. You? you combine both of them, $14 million in guaranteed prizes. Oh. $14 million. Dollars. I guess I'm going to win a million. That's going to be fun. Yeah, Could it's going to be, be super those. fun because uh, you can enter into the Circa Millions. That's $6 million in guaranteed prizes, $1,000 per entry with a max entry of five per person. Pick five teams against the spread every week. The winner takes home $1 million. Pick there. five teams against the spread. Why did you do spread? it singular and then do the S at the Something end? Something about I this know. chair <laughs> makes you confused about singular and plural. Yeah. $1 million. <laughs> one million dollars. I feel million like I was dollar. watching Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, like I'm Dr. Evil. There are quarterly and season-long prizes as well. You must register in person at Circa Sportsbook in Nevada, Las Vegas, Henderson, or Sparks in Reno. They also have the Circa Survivor Pool. Eight million guaranteed to the winner or winners. $1,000 per entry with a max of 10 entries per person. You pick one team straight up every week to win. If the team loses or ties, the entry is eliminated. Gone! Just can, like that. You can oh. only pick each team once in a season. Go 20 or be the last person standing to win up to $8 million. That's all over at Circus Sportsbook. Weekly picks me made through a proxy they register with from anywhere. That's Circus Sportsbook. I got a proxy. Yep. I met my proxy right there. When you got to pick a winner, I bet the first couple weeks are tough because you don't really know what some teams have. Sure. And you don't want to blow picking the best team in the league to win the first game. That's why I like doing the – because – yeah, I could be eliminated in week one, so I'm like, I'll do the the pick five thing. Right. Keep so yourself. Keep myself in it. Yeah. I feel like I do pretty well. I mean, I win that. Well, pick six is resting in peace. You guys can do it. I'm done. I'm good. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I still like to do a show with, you oh, know, yeah. the no people doubt. on pick six, but I just don't want to do that anymore. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, I feel like I do pretty well with that. And uh, But you got to win like 67% against the spread. So yeah. it'll be picking five games each week. And yeah, I got to... I got to send my picks to a proxy in Las Vegas, who then goes to Circa, which is in downtown Vegas, and he'll enter my picks for me. Yep. So there you go. Easy. It couldn't be easier. Yeah. Sign up. Uh, yeah. We look at the first week, like they're like all the big boy teams, like are playing teams that could scare you. So it's like yeah. not like there is no easy play. Like the the Chiefs have to play the Lions, who are projected to win the NFC North. So it's like. What do you do? Dan Campbell season. Yeah, fight kneecaps. Uh, so there it is, Circus Sports. But getting those contests, I can't wait. It's going to make the NFL season even more intriguing for me uh, coming up here in a month and a half. Hey, uh, enjoy your weekend this weekend at Ted Drew's. Both Ted Drew's locations are open. Chippewa, Historic Route 66, and South Grand, the oldest frozen custard stand uh, in the country. It's been open since 1931. Brand new concrete for the summer. City Red, in honor of the doggies, Ted's delicious vanilla custard blended with maraschino cherries, coconut flakes, and Dad's scotch oatmeal cookie, served as a concrete or as a sundae. Then you have the Cardinal Sin. That's served as a concrete or as a sundae. The Dutchman is Ted's delicious vanilla custard with chocolate, butterscotch, and pecans. There are so many flavors to choose from. Enjoy a specialty concrete or create your own favorite by mixing any of the 30 flavors available at Ted Drew's. Ted Drew's. Frozen custard, fresh, fast, and fun. Ted Drew's, Doug. It really is good, guys. And, and gals. gals. Yeah, there you go. I'm uh, glad to hear you said Sunday, too, because if you go up and order Sunday, they'll look say, at you. what? You want what now? 
What about this one? This is a new one. Neighborhood golf cart snob oh. is a newer phenomenon where a bunch of people overpay for a golf cart to drive around the neighborhood with their annoying kids and their dead-eyed wives. Oh, dead-eyed? We, we don't care. Deion Sanders has the same model. That's from Cuck Supreme. What oh. is a dead-eyed wife? <laughs> She's tired of it all. Akin to stone-faced? If you go I don't out, know. What is a dead-eyed wife? I have you, no idea. You go out to Dogtown, you see them all over. Is that right? Dog Not Town dead-eyed wives, too. but uh, yeah. I've, I've seen both. One of them has STL City like all over it. Complete douchebag. I see oh, them all the time. I have a golf cart and I my douchebag. Oh, do you really no, have a golf cart? No, no, no. Yeah. How, oh, look at you. How it's decorated and assembled. And also the people that are on it are super obnoxious. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh. Doug's just has... Camo V stickers all over it. It's kind of like a cardinal sticker and a blue sticker. Television's Doug Vaughn. Yeah. <laughs> you got a big satellite truck, like antenna, just in case uh, you, you need to go anywhere. I don't. I when there's news breaking, line. Doug is in his golf cart. Imagine, it's there. just overweighting. He pulls up, driving down 44 to get to the station <laughs> in your golf cart. <laughs> Saucy Jack agrees. Golf cart snobs are the worst. I don't know. I don't know about the worst. How? I, I mean, is just owning a golf cart make you a golf cart snob? I guess in the eyes of some, it might. Cause like, Not that expensive. Right. I'm like, learning so much in this hour. Are there, like, real, like, luxury models for a golf cart? Oh, yeah. Oh, Lowe's my sells God, Jackson, now. you should see some of these things, bro. Lowe's it's wild. sells them out front for, like, $10,000. $10,000? Those are, those are yeah. standard. Like, some of the ones that... Those are pretty souped up. Those are pretty nice. Are, like, the seats really nice? Is that the thing? Or, like, yeah, what can make it? What can make Because you can't, can't go that fast. It's got a built-in Sibian. Oh. Some are street ready if you've got uh, blinkers <laughs> okay, and lights enough. and seat belts. And some of them have LED wipers. lights. And, and like, yeah. there's a lot of things. Most of them have, you know, radio. Some of the nice ones have, you know, XM radio with the, yeah. you know, CD players and a bunch of outlets as well for plug-ins. Mm-hmm. It's a lot different than your typical... I mean, when you play at Jackson on a really nice golf course, the upgrading carts that they have in mm-hmm. terms of the GPS on them, how yeah, fast they ride, they're electric instead of gas. And if you get too far off in the wrong direction, it'll stop. Yeah, you instead see, of... You, know, you get too close to the green, the golf cart stops. And have you seen the... Like, some of the ones I use in some of the courses in St. Louis, you step on the gas and you wait about five seconds and then it starts to move. It's yeah. almost like you're priming it. Those would be gas. In Florida, gas yeah, I was saying in Florida, those electric ones just fly. They say if you, get a ga- if you get a gas golf cart, you, you fill it with gas one time, and you're pretty much good for the whole summer. That's how a moped yeah. is kind of, too. Well, not yeah. the whole summer for a moped, but. This is not on the course, but just driving around the neighborhood. Yeah. Wow. The, 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 golf, the golf cart thing has really resonated. It's the poor who can't a, afford them, Tim. Wow. Ding, ding. Golf cart snobs who paid more for the golf cart than their cars are the people no. I want to punch in the face. It's <laughs> <laughs> in the veiled profit. You won't find many of those. Golf carts are... You can get a, a decent used one that's 10 years old or so for four or 5000 Yeah. Some people pay that much for their bicycle. Oh, those are there like are literally 50 golf carts parked in Francis Park on any given night. That's from Big Tuft. 50 of them. 50 is a little my I've seen a, a lot of them yeah. in Francis Park before, but not 50. It's just kind of a fun way to tool around. A lot of people are 
or leery about riding a bike now because it's so dangerous. You reach a certain age, you fall off a bike, and my yeah. friend broke his neck on a bicycle. I got some beef with bikers around my area. There's, they have no respect for the road. Just blowing stop signs in the middle of traffic. Yeah. Danger, and then yell at you if you dare get near them. Well, they are allowed to be on the road as well. 100%. But, but they ought to obey the traffic signs. They signal. have to. It's yeah. the law, and they don't sometimes. Yeah. Those people spend more money on those golf carts than they do their house just to get likes on Instagram. <laughs> I don't know. What I is this thing with just to get likes on Instagram? Is that really going on? They're a few thousand model. dollars is all they are. <laughs> and you did it to get likes? <laughs> exactly. Why <laughs> else would I get one? Will you post a picture of yourself on that tonight? Well, is that is that thirst trapping? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Take that. your shirt off like in the picture you put yesterday. Oh, yeah, that was thirst trapping. <laughs> you went topless yesterday on Instagram again? Well, I, I had a friend who opened a spa in downtown Kirkwood, so I, I was there getting a... They got that massage chair that feels Ooh, so good. Bill. They got that indoor sauna that's really nice. It's clear path wellness. I said, sure, I'll post a few Your traps were looking good. I, I nice traps, There bro. wasn't yeah, a whole there lot was... of nudity involved. You do look cute. Travel ball parent snobs are pretty brutal. The ones who think their kids are the best and need to play on a team that they aren't capable of playing on but say they got offers for their kid to play on said team but ultimately still end up playing in their local rec league team. It's from Scott's oh. Ball Sack. Is that a real thing? seen that one before. You've seen that? It's like the parents who are always talking about all their offers that their kid has. Offers for, like, college? Yeah, but they're to, like, schools that, like, I'm not, I'm just going to. Stop talking before I say something. Wow, Doug Jackson. <laughs> but like, it's always like, yes, I play for the best team and we pay a lot of money. But they like have this two offers from. There's all, all the kids who are saying this stuff have the same offers to the same school, and I'll tell you the oh. break what those schools are. Yeah. Mm, wow. It Jackson is possible cryptic. that that you pay five, six, seven thousand dollars a year for your kid to play growing up in junior high and high school on on all these specialty teams, hoping for a scholarship when you've already spent $50,000 hoping for a scholarship. And if they get the scholarship, it might be for a couple thousand dollars a year. Right, to a, like a D3 school that doesn't give out athletic scholarships. Easy. Did you go to D3 on a non-athletic scholarship? <laughs> Let's go Gorlocks. Oh, oh fight Gorlocks. Yeah, Webster Baseball. Shout out Webster Baseball. Mm -hmm. Powerhouse. <laughs> yeah, they, they turned out one guy with the Tampa Bay, right? Fleming. Yeah. Josh Fleming. Yeah, he, Golf cart guy loves to tell you about the tax rebate he's getting. That's from Joan Jett's groping hand. Again, I'm I've learned more here in the first 90 minutes of today's show than I think I have. If, in if I'm in a conversation and someone starts talking about tax rebates with golf carts. You just pick up and go. Done. Where, where's the tax rebate? I'm Why not even going to say rebate? bye because that person should already know while I'm walking away and make <laughs> conversation. They, they don't need an explanation. I don't think it qualifies as a... An electric car that you're buying. But what if you use it how you use it? You go to news stories and. I don't use it at news stories. I've noticed people around my age posting so many pictures immediately after buying a house and or making any renovations to brag while internally going into major debt to keep up with the Joneses. Also have friends who are rushing to get married and have kids just because other friends have. And we are 25 years old. That is from the 314. The second one completely true. The first one I don't like because you should be proud to be a homeowner. Now, a golf cart completely different because you can anybody can really finance a golf cart. It, it's, it takes a lot to... I would, like, I would like to enter into the discussion, Doug, and I don't know if you'll let me enter it into this. Yeah, go ahead and enter. I have suggested two things, and they've been met with resistance, and that's fine. I'm now going to enter a third thing in. 
that I believe are dogma from years gone by that may not hold true now. Uh, number one, college education. I feel like that. That <laughs> it, it, certainly it depends on what what field you're going into. Mm-hmm. We certainly could have stopped it. What did you say, third grade? Yeah, third or fourth. Right. Had to learn to type really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, doctor, lawyer, business. I understand. Um, second one is uh, baseball stadiums, uh, sports venues have to be in downtowns. I think that that you will find in the next few years. I think you're already starting to see it actually uh, will will come to pass and may not necessarily be in the best interests of, of many parties when it comes to that. Uh, and then my third one is home ownership. Now, I own a home, and I have for a while. Yeah, you're agreeing with me. I thought you just said owning a home is a good thing. I'm not saying it's good. a bad thing. It certainly is a way to... Uh, you know, grow equity without without question. But I just I I feel like, especially now, with with the way things are, it's if anything, it's especially difficult uh, to enter in uh, to it. And I feel like similar to, to college, I just feel like people can start creating debt and putting themselves in a spot where they're actually not growing equity just to fulfill something that may have been accurate say, 40 years ago. Uh, thank you. That is uh, hmm. that is what I'm now entering in, Doug, and if you will admit it, that'll be wonderful for us to discuss I, on the, I will admit on the floor it. here. I still think owning real estate is very important. Owning very real important. estate, yes, but I just don't think the thing like you got to own a home, you got to own a home, you know? Yeah, owning real estate all day long. I agree with that. But you can own real estate, not necessarily own a home, although I would imagine if you own real estate, you probably yeah, own a home as well. Home. Yeah. Right. Most people who don't own a home is because of the the price, obviously. Right. And right now, with the rates, not more so homes the price. Keep going up in value and, and interest rates keep going up. It's really hard to get in. That's the thing. That's where me and Maddie are. Too. But, but the alternative And that's that where is, Jackson just, will be if that's a route 100%. he chooses to go Absolutely. here at some point. The alternative to that is just flushing money down the toilet and rent. Let somebody else grow the equity in their apartment building or house that I, you're renting. I agree, but I, I, I think the, the logic of buying a home is an automatic home run. It's an automatic, you know, you're making money off every... That's just not the case. It really depends on the area, the school yeah. district. And I see a lot of people my age put way too much money into a house in the neighborhood that they're in. So you have the nicest house on the block by a mile, but those comps and, like, what Stephen Wildwood does, the appraisals, you're just not going to get that value out of it and what you put into it in a home in the city or... No, in Eureka or whatever. So I see people maybe not keeping up with the Joneses, but overdoing their house so much to where they could never reap a profit just because of the $150,000, $180,000 renovation they did for their $230,000 house. Now you're talking, what, four fifty, five hundred thousand $500,000 to break even on a neighborhood that averages $280,000 sure for a house? I don't know. I'm sure it happens, but the overwhelming majority of people ultimately make money from the their house. I don't disagree. Me yeah. and Madison have looked Value for years well. on and off. Um, it just, it is all about the right situation for some people because we don't want to settle. What, what about this text? This may be generalizing our region a bit, but if you live north of Olive, east of Skanker, south of 44, and west of 270, you need to look yourself in the mirror and probably just quit. Okay. <laughs> So we're talking, it's okay to live in Ladue, town and country, and Huntley, and that's about it. That's, that's the Ladue, the, the person who's described the Ladue school district. Again, yeah. just to, if you live north of Olive 
Yeah. East of Skinker, south of 44, and west of 270, you need to look yourself in the mirror yeah. probably just quit. I guess Kirkwood, Webster, and Pear got in there. Right now, we, would, okay. we need to quit because we're uh, north of Olive right now. Yes, we are, yeah. by, yeah. About, uh, foot. by yeah. about a gap wedge. Yeah. Uh, the se- that, that, by the way, came from the self-made stay-at-home Ladoo mom. Oh, <laughs> darn her. Rocky. <laughs> self-made, though. <laughs> Self-made. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Mr. Lick says that's the text of the day. Of course he does. Oh, God almighty. But I think, getting back to the house thing, I think most people who bought a house, at some point in the future, they're going to say, boy, I'm sure I'm glad we did that. Doug, 95%. You, know, you, can, you can lose money. You can, it's possible. I, agree, I but, agree, and I do, and to, I, but I bought the, the home we were in now more than a decade ago at this point. What I'm talking about is I'm, I'm more talking to even probably younger than the Plowhawk, but Plowhawk and, and on down, that I think it becomes, and I think people can oftentimes put themselves in a tough spot just to get a house in this particular climate. 2012, when I bought mine, couldn't be happier. The equity and so on and so forth. Don't get me wrong, but I'm talking about in 2023 and how difficult the entry point is for first-time home buyers, and that it becomes some kind of outside source of pressure from others who are in a different era that you haven't made it or you must be effing around because you don't have a home. That's what I'm trying oh, to say. Right and right I would there. say the same thing with regards to the college education thing. Like sometimes I feel like people are like, oh, giving me a, what they think is a burn that I didn't graduate from Mizzou. Like I couldn't have possibly pulled that off. That one semester would have been. didn't yeah. effing matter, you know? I don't think you could have got those last well, like I, had, it's just, I just had a job opportunities right. and it was in a different industry. It doesn't matter. I don't really care. You didn't have the academic job. Right, absolutely. Uh, and then what's another, uh, what was my other thing? Oh, the down downtown sporting venues. I mean, that to me is, God, if I could wager on that, that ship has already sailed uh, just here in St. Louis since the Cardinals did it relatively recently. I don't think that they'll be picking up and going, but I would be surprised if these franchises are still here in 40 years uh, if they're playing in downtown St. Louis, unless there is some kind of event that leads to people from around the country moving to St. Louis, which I would actually say is possible, which might sound weird right now, but I wouldn't bet against uh, something such as that with coastal issues. So, yeah, I just think that that whole thing, I think a lot of people would be more apt to go to sporting events if they didn't have to go to downtown. So I'm I'm not talking about just St. Louis. I know people who say, I don't want to go downtown. I don't think it's safe. It's because of the What's happened to the so many major cities? It's just seen as not not a safe place anymore. People buying now, especially first-time home buyers, are buying at the top of the market. The days of your house appreciating relative your net worth are gone. That's from Kevin's brother. His first name is Jack, then his last name is Demo. I don't know about that. I don't know that houses, housing prices are ever going to go back down. I don't think so either. When bud. you buy a house, no matter what you pay for it, you're not going to willingly say, "Oh, I know the market's not good. Sure, I'll take ten or twenty percent less than I paid for it." You won't. You'll probably just stay put. I'm terrified of it, actually, because I love rent. I, I love the place I'm at. It, I would, I would say, saying you're throwing and dumping your money away is it's a, a little extreme since it's a very nice place to live. My landlord keeps it up, like it, you know. So I could be homeless. So like, obviously, there are benefits to renting. Um, as, yeah, as opposed to being homeless, yes. Well, I'm talking being able to put twenty five, thirty thousand dollars down on a house that's two fifty, three hundred thousand. Then you end up going, probably going to pay close to eight or nine hundred thousand on that loan. That's a not a not a lot of people are going to swallow that and go, "Yep, 
Sounds good. I think that's why you're seeing a lot of people maybe take the running route a little longer. Me and Madison get judged like crazy. We've dated for seven years. We don't have any kids, and we don't own a home. Like, it's... People are thrown off by that. As long and as private I mean, people, investment companies yeah. are allowed to buy family homes, housing prices are here to stay. And that has certainly yeah. been one of the issues that uh, that factors into this discussion. All right, uh, let's wrap up this 7 o'clock hour, Doug, at 840. It's brought to you by Munganess, St. Louis Acura, wow. and Alton Toyota. Email in for the design, air, heating, and cooling email today, the morning after at InsideSTL.com. That comes right an hour and five minutes. Jackson, I've got our asses ripped. And you can participate mm-hmm. in the ripping of our asses, the ripping and the tearing, the ripping and the tearing. Oh, it gets torn. Too? Yeah. Uh, in the YouTube chat. Uh, Jackson, what do we have coming up on Balloon Party today? Wide Birth Thursday. Oh. That's nothing. We got nothing. We hope we get a phone call to spark some conversation. This is not your no. first day in the journalism business. Frank and Tottawa. Pete and Staten Island. Pete and Staten Island. Yeah. We'll, just uh, go, we'll just go through the phone. Sure. Got some cardinal questions, and uh, folks can send in deep dive requests. It's just a, another Wide Birth Thursday in the wild world. You know who sent a great party. deep dive request was that Nonling. The Nonling is a friend of Balloon Party. You remember the old non-gay? Sure. Uh, he's, a, he's a counselor now. Yes. And uh, he sent in a good one, but I just didn't see it till we were done with the show yesterday. He's a hockey buff, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah, big time. Now, did he win the foot race or did Joe? I remember they raced once. I have to assume Joe. Studio in uh, Webster. Joe could be listening to give us that. Oh, actually, no, Joe's vacationing in the Hamptons this week. Uh, so maybe he's not listening. Boy, I'd be sad if he's on vacation listening to this. Uh, yeah, I would bad. imagine producer Joe won. And then they had a push-up contest in there? Yeah, something? they used to knock out a lot of push-ups. Mm-hmm. Isn't it amazing? The people who aren't on the show remember the things <laughs> the people are on the show. Joe would come in during commercial breaks, and we'd be talking to him, and he'd just be doing push-ups. Mm-hmm. He would, like, come time. into the studio to 100%. Do it? During the breaks, we would sit there. Now we all leave the studio during the breaks. Yeah. We're on the phone with our agents and our brokers at this right. point. Always you brokers. Know? And Iggy get that extra deal on my <laughs> contract. That's making the most of your break, to sit down and do some push-ups. <laughs> hey, that is. Would. That's an efficient use of time. Yeah. And he had a landing strip. Well, I never saw that. Did he carve that in the studio, too? Mm. No. Oh. I like the verb of carving it, too. I, I do. Like I, do. Say, I, I like when you say carves a landing strip. Carves a landing strip. I'd rather do a plank now than a push-up. Push-ups is a lot of work. A plank, I, wonder... I don't feel like it really does anything, but you read things and said, oh, yeah, these are great for you. I've never got it. good for your core, Doug. Yeah, yeah that is That's true. That's what people say, but when I do it, I don't feel anything. You're not you squeezing. You've got to the squeeze the uh, abs while you're doing it. That's the whole thing. Let's yeah. plank during the break. Yeah, yeah we can plank. I don't want to plank here. Loosen It'll be the... great hashtag content. I'll be on bottom. Oh. Loosen like up that. the sphincter. Ah. If you're a lady, and I know we got a lot of ladies in the audience. Now I think we have more ladies than gentlemen listening, if, if the research is accurate. That research is accurate. And... A gentleman takes down his pant for the first time. And whether you're just going to bang that evening or use your hands on each other, oh. you're going to have the first of many times in which you engage in coitus. Would you be more horrified to see a microween or that the gentleman has a normal-sized piece of love, oh. but he's carved a landing strip <laughs> above it? The former by a long shot. You would be more horrified by the microwave. That would that would like be jarring, like because it would be like, you would immediately be put into such an uncomfortable position because a microwave is different than a small penis. A microwave is like is it? it's like a sport coat button. Like, oh. is that really it? Is that what it, that's what, yeah. there's a button. The, a member of the Naughty Nine uh, engaged Anna Marie's uh, circle of friends that went to dinner with uh, Michael Jordan and uh, Doug was it Charles Oakley and Richard Dent. Were you there? I, I feel like you were there I wasn't too. There. And uh, uh, she was, in, uh, I guess, about to engage in coitus. Maybe, maybe my wife can call in and give the details with a gentleman. 
and it turned out he had a microween. So now, and I'm aware of who the gentleman is. So anytime I see the guy, I'm like, oh, that. Oh, can you give us a name, please? Yeah, I will. I'll, I'll post it on Twitter. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Get some likes. You know, and they call him the thumb because it just looks oh, like a little, little, a little thumb oh. popped out. Oh. Yeah. And it's like, how do you even ra- uh, 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 that? You know? You can't. Like that's I mean, what a bad. I mean, just I mean, listen. The guy didn't do it. It's like uh, cankles. It's like nobody yeah. did anything wrong. Right. Yeah. It's like a lopsided head. Nobody did anything wrong mm-hmm. outside of my mom smoking that crack rock. Oh. But the thought you just you know you're everything's going well. You can be making a bunch of money. You treat people well, and maybe you have the tongue of a hummingbird. And so she's all <laughs> she's all to. sopped yeah. up now at this ah! point. And then the next thing, it's time to go. And then there's a little thumb. Just a little, uh, little nubbin' for lovin'. Uh, yeah. Pops up. Yeah, that, like, if the landing strip makes, like, the girl, like, raise an eyebrow and be like, all right, this might be the... Yeah, I think the, you're probably the right. first now, that, now that I'm hearing your reasoning. The first and only dalliance. <laughs> but, you can uh, fix that. Let yeah, it grow out a little right, bit. Like, like, they could just take a razor and then the carved landing strip is no longer nigh. Oh. But the microween, there ain't nothing making it bigger. You're stuck. Yeah. There's probably a surgical stuck. procedure you could do. Think so? Pumps. P-shot. Pump. Pea shot. You can go pea shot. But even, like, how many pea shots are probably... Like, a microween, like, I, I think you guys aren't real. Like, that is... It's very small. Like a Vienna sausage or something? Smaller. Smaller. Like Like Tim said, like a little like a little thumb. Don't say thumb. Like a little... Like a little button. <laughs> a button's not the same yeah, shape as a thumb. Yeah, they call him the thumb. The poor guy has his thumb, and it's just... And so just this little nubbin? I mean, what do you do if you're the lady? What do you do? I guess you, like... I Basically, you're tripping the guy then, right? Uh, aren't you? I don't know. So we call like it ribbing the guy. Ribbing. Oh. That's what it is. Yeah, it's a, a bad scene. So, yeah, I would think that the landing strip would just be like, all right, never again. It's but... like a bad haircut. Right, it right. It's like you can get over a, a, a landing strip. But the strip. fact yeah. that the gentleman sopped up his shrubs in the shower and then put his leg up and goes, here, let me let me get this thing <laughs> nice oh. and trimmed. It shows he cares. <laughs> Do you think girls like I that? I think it shows he cares about having his prostate stimulated. Ah. Yeah, well... Different strokes. We don't kink folks. shame. That's yeah. right. You're right. You're right, KG. You know, you're right. Yeah. But what if you have like like going from right around your neck, right around from your Adam's apple down to your love, you just have one long stroke. Oh my <laughs> god. I'm one hundred percent gonna do that now. That's what like, we call that's, the, a, that's a runway. Yeah, we call that the interstate. Yeah. You have the ability of that much. Called hair? The interstate. The it should be. Yeah. If so listeners out there and can make that happen, I'd like to see it. Just I'm a, a straight line with an arrow at the bottom. <laughs> it wouldn't have to be an arrow, just like from your from your Adam's apple up here, oh, straight gosh. down, like through the happy trail. Oh, I'm a hairy right bear. Your, I'm gonna right try You'd yeah. have to be quite here suit. What? Yeah, it's what? Harry. Oh, okay. Here's suit. Suit of clothes. <laughs> oh no. My nickname is the thumb and I've never known why. That's from the mm. total package. Doug, could this be oh. the guy? Must be. Yeah. They say it's like one in one hundred guys have a microwave. So one percent of guys have I don't thumbs? believe that. I, I remember was, one of my buddies when we were in fraternity said like it's one one hundred guys. It's just so the worst beat ever. It. I mean, you're just doomed. You're yeah. doomed to be cucked. Oh yeah, yeah, for real. Unless you're like a straight magician, like you would have to be the like most. Like you could trip. You'd have to be a good tripper. Essentially, you'd have yeah. to be a male tripper. We used to have to take showers in gym class from junior high up to high school, and I was. On baseball and basketball teams and in fraternity house, I've never seen one. So it sounds like you were peeking, bro. <laughs> you can't help it. You've noticed, right? Right. Well, yeah. There was a little that. button next to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'd be scared of it, honestly. Mm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I'd be scared of it. I'm just saying I've never seen one. Well, yeah, I guess scared? if I spotted one at the old frat shower, 
I would. I, I think I'd feel empathy. I think. Perhaps if you had one, you would avoid being in a situation yeah. where others could see you. Nice right. play. Do you? Did you guys have like jail style showers in your fraternity? Jail. House? Like one big open oh, yeah, room. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We had dividers. We had dividers. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? Oh, oh look at what well, they do. Yeah. yeah, there it is. Right. Let me guess, personalized shower caps. No. <laughs> Go to Alpha Epsilon Pi at the University of Missouri and tell me if you think there's any personalized shower caps going on around there. <laughs> smells like a barn. <laughs> if you've been in that many locker rooms and you've never seen one, maybe you're the one with the microwave. Thanks. That's from Uncle yeah, Tucker. That's true. We said one out of a hundred just seems like a... Yeah, and it does seem. I mean, that's a terrible thing. This is this is like this was like sourced by oatmeal or something. But uh, the what would be scarier if you're in a group shower? A guy with the microwave or a guy who's carved the landing strip? Or even worse, the straight strip (laughs) straight down the body. I've not seen the line either. (laughs) And that's like one in a hundred people have the line from the Adams. Kind of cute. Uh, Tim, you should probably end the first hour with this one, considering it's 8.50, but I've got oh. a real problem with this guy, radio host and wife, who won't bang my wife. Grr, so frustrating. Mm. Tim, you should probably end the first hour with this one, considering it's 8.50, comma. I follow that. But I've got a real problem with this guy, radio host and wife, that won't bang out my wife. Grr, so frustrating. Is that the recovering alcoholic? <laughs> Scott's wrinkled ball sack. Oh. Mondays. <laughs> okay. That was a confusing text. Well, it is 8.50. Is this the new record, Plowick? Uh, yeah, 48 with the... Yes! Congratulations. We should, yeah. We'll uh, close out the uh, 8 o'clock hour here, brought to you by Munger, 7 o'clock hour, even though it's 8.50. <laughs> <laughs> it's Ryan Kelly, morning, <laughs>